Bravo, white liberals. You've entered the conversation. You've entered the chat. You've officially done it. You have found out how to do the least amount possible to fake like you give a fuck about what's going on. Uh, I am scrolling Instagram, as I'm sure you guys are all scrolling Instagram today. We see a lot of black boxes, you know, and um, for the last week, uh, some might say for the last 400 years, but for the last week, there's been a lot of uh, talk about what we can all do, how we can all help, yeah. right? And I'm sure a bunch of white people in you know executive offices got together and they're like, what can we do to help? How can we assist the black plight in America? Um, how can we be most effective? You know, should we should we start a campaign? We're all donating money uh, to various charities. No, let's not do that. that. That'd be too much work and that would require too much money. Should we start a campaign where we raise awareness for like the local district attorneys? Because those are the people who end up deciding if people end up getting tried or not, mm. especially cops. They're out mm. there potentially killing black people. Should we do that? Should we raise awareness? Because you vote for those positions. You actually vote them in office. Should we do that? Yeah, oh, gosh. I, I know, but it's just like you got to go out and like, you know what I mean? There's COVID outside. Yeah, and you might have to Google. You might have to Google. Research. You have to research who those local district attorneys are and then that would take too much time you know what i mean oh, and uh so we can't do that um you can hire you can hire black people in administrative or executive positions within the music industry you absolutely could hire the black people in the ministry executive position but I, I don't have any black friends and i like to hire my friends yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then they might get economically empowered and then that would be a whole fucking rigmarole yeah you know what i mean is that a yeah. racial word it sounds it uh, is that, I think is that what they called Italians back in the day? <laughs> These fucking rigmaroles. <laughs> anyway, um, should should we do that? Are there any other ways where uh, we could we could help out in this situation? I mean, like just demand police reform, a lot of different things. All these other things, but you know what? All these probably came to the table during the mm -hmm. discussion, and they were like, "Listen, that's all sounds cute, that's adorable, and would probably help." I got a way better idea how we could look as if we're assisting, but do absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. Okay. Let's just post a black square on our Instagram feed. We'll just yes. post a black square on the Instagram feed yes. because I know black people have been asking us for action, right? Mm -hmm. So what do we do? Tuesday, we're gonna do nothing. Literally, that's the campaign, right? Hey, why don't we on Tuesday do nothing? The exact opposite of what black people have been asking all week. <laughs> Let's just do nothing. Hey, black people, how can we help you? Do anything, please. Show that you're with us. Support. March. Say about, something. Say something. How about we just do nothing? Is that good? If we just post the color black on our Instagram? Is there anything less helpful than posting the color black? Than screenshotting nothing on your story? And then taking that and cropping it into your feed. I just don't know what the end game is here. I know the end game. When you come back to work and everybody's back in the office and they go, well, what did you do? Oh, you must not see my black. They, I my, think, Hey, bro, did you see my black feed? Yo, I, my shit was extra black, bro. <laughs> my shit was country black. No, I, put, <laughs> I put some shit in the background, you know what I mean? Like, oh, did you put like a, a fist? You oh, know like I mean? a faint? Yeah. A faint little a faint message little, in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. You Just, scroll down, it says Black Lives Matter, and then it disappears. Hey, bro, that's, that's how unique you are Yo. in your ability to do the bare Yo. minimum. Bro, you bare minimumed 
the maximum. Yo, yo, you did. <laughs> you maximum the bare minimum, yo, bro. I'm a, I'm a bare minimal maximist. Hey, dog. Wait, hey, did you send like a donation that was like faded from the beginning and then came real clear at the end? I don't. I think you misunderstood. Oh, what oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. I did. Explain, explain. Yeah, yeah. Was I posted? Yeah, yeah. On social media. Yeah. And Instagram, the most political of all apps. Oh, that's where change happens. Son, is Instagram. You're right, bro. That's what overthrew governments, right? Yeah. I think it was Instagram that it overthrew. Was Instagram that overthrew the government. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. right you're right no, so no, no, no. that's Insta- how revolutions are started instagram is the new revolution mm-hmm. and i posted schindler's factory was just instagram right like that's <laughs> that's what it was that's what it was. he was just learning how to create filters and that kind yeah, of yeah it's not owned by facebook or anything absolutely you just <laughs> you just you post a black square and what's more powerful tell me than a black square a black rectangle a little bit larger oh, than the shit. square. You're right about it. Oh, I learned how to use all the space possible. Oh, finally. You know you really don't care about black people when you don't even crop out the little rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the one that's like that size on Instagram. You didn't even give them the the, the, the full the full. You didn't joke. even give them the you square. You went landscape bro. on them. You went landscape, bro. Amen. <laughs> Only Mexicans allowed to go landscape. <laughs> <laughs> it is astonishing to me, like. I really thought, I really thought I was like, you know what? People are about this. People are scared because I know white people are scared, right? Because mm-hmm. like the silence is violence uh, ideology was out there. I mean, we even put it up when we did our piece on Saturday. A big part of the piece Great was, piece, by the way, thank you very much, man. Uh, a big part of our piece was, hey, you can't just be not racist. That's not enough. You got to be anti-racist. So what yeah. are you doing to be anti-racist? Right. Like, how are you assisting in that? And I know that scared the shit out of white people. And I understand it is tricky because if you ask somebody what we can do right now, nobody really has the answer to that, right? Like, what can we do? We got to arrest those cops. It's not like, all right, well, let me go get my arresting gear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, what do we do in the moment? You have to do things around the issue, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can go march and you can go support and that kind of stuff. And that stuff is great. Um, it is tricky, man. It is absolutely tricky, but I do not think that the square is the way. And I know a lot of people are like, we need to gain support and gain awareness. Okay. We aware. There's no sports. There's no television. We've watched everything on Netflix. We are there's, abundantly aware of what's going on with George Floyd. There's riots in multiple cities. The president is calling the military in to stop them. You don't think this catches our awareness? At some you got point? fucking Black Hawk down helicopters <laughs> flying through your neighborhood and you're going to be like, What's this square stuff about? Yeah, That's going to be what notifies you that there's some shit going down. Yo. Every time you walk out your apartment building, there's cars that are destroyed. But you learned about it from the black square on Instagram? The All fire you did outside was made, wasn't enough. Real talk. No, nah, I didn't need this black square. Y'all just made Instagram boring. That's all it did. That's all this did is nah, made you know Instagram boring. You know why people do it? Because people don't want to get asked what they did. Because they don't want to have to have the conversation that I didn't really do anything. Yep. So when they ask what you, they won't ask what you did because they'll see the black square. Oh, this guy's with us. Yeah. We all just want to, everybody just wants to not care as quickly as we can. That's why we do the least amount. We compartmentalize. They can do the least and say, okay, I did that. I did my part. I don't have to care anymore. It's astonishing the amount of not like the, the least amount of effort. Like it's almost a competition, bro. It's, uh, I saw an NBA 2K protest. They were in NBA 2K. They were walking around as their characters in front of the Staples Center, like marching, but yeah. in the game. Is it possible? Like, you didn't even put on sneakers tomorrow? You couldn't even play GTA and loot something? Fuck, <laughs> 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 yo. Yes, and also GTA. loot, you know what I mean? Stop acting like GTA hasn't taught us how to do all this shit, right? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Where's the mission accomplished at the end of the Lewin? It is, it is a crazy, it is a crazy time to exist. And, and look, I do empathize with people who don't know what to do and they might not have black friends or they're too terrified to ask people that are black what they can do because of the answer that might come at them. Like, how could you not know? Yeah. It's, I get that. Al, yep. you're black. I want you to know that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, what do you think people can do in the immediate future? Um, so, or would you agree, first of all, on the square sentiment? I do think it's uh, a little dumb, but I see the purpose for it is just showing solidarity. The and intent, on, in the best case scenario, the intent is I want to show I'm with this cause. Yeah. And in the worst case scenario is I want a virtue signal and just show. Hey, look how much I care. Do you, have you guys noticed that I cared? Is that is everybody aware that I yeah. care? Even in best case scenario, if you see solidarity in the solidarity in the sense of like, yo, so many motherfuckers that I didn't know to be politically left or even thought were politically right are with this. Yeah. The only way you're really going to make a difference is if you vote a certain way. Like politicians aren't going to be like, oh shit, people are upset. I should change my policies. People, you got to speak with your vote. So it's like you're supposed to disconnect from social and connect with your community and organize. So like today you'll probably see bigger marches and protests and things of that nature. Post that. Post a screenshot of all the shit you did on an iPhone note. And like you're also supposed to, one way you can help now is at least donate to um, the causes that are helping to bail out people who have been protesting. Yo, this is the funniest shit right here. Go on. Why is that funny? Because everybody's like, all these people that are getting arrested at the protests are alt-right agitators. So why are you bailing them out? Not all the people. I'm just saying, it's some interesting shit going down, right? It's like, everybody's so confused about what this is, right? This yeah. is the most confusing thing I've ever experienced. Actually, I want you to tell more people what to do, and then we're going to get to the... I mean, in the you're talking about the immediate future. Like, right now, those are probably the two biggest things you can do. Because it's like, there's no election today. Right. And... Make yourself aware who your local district attorneys are because those are the people who end up pressing these charges, right? Yeah. Like even with everybody who's seen the Epstein doc, you saw Acosta was that local district attorney. He didn't want to press charges, right? Or he mm -hmm. he gave that sweetheart deal to Epstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put that motherfucker in place. Yeah. And, and we're all guilty. We're all ignorant. None of us know who our local DAs are. But maybe this is a time where we go, oh, shit, the local DA is kind oh, of yeah. important. You know, like let's learn about who that is. And then there's obviously Black Lives Matter as far as like a, a place you can donate money. Um there's, you know, the, the George Floyd's family foundation. You could donate money. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure Minneapolis has its own thing. But now you see this happening in cities all over the country and in Canada for some reason. Why the fuck Canada? Not everywhere. Like even London has had protests. And but like protests, that. one thing. But looting? Oh, looting? Oh, it's I like, what are you doing, Canada? <laughs> this is not for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you angry about? It's not your police department. It's not your Yeah, the U.S. government's like, not going to be like, yo, they're looting Canada. We got to do something. <laughs> I mean, like... But it's just so odd. Like, what do you... Like, I, 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 someone's got to explain. We got to call some Canadian. We got to call Abba and Preach and have them <laughs> explain it to us because they were looting and breaking windows in Canada. It's like, why? Do they even, like, loot politely? It's like, <laughs> excuse me, I'll take that one. We have some stuff, hey. They leave a little IOU. <laughs> you guys were closed. I needed some underwear. We'll be back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to go. There was something before that. Uh, what was it? Oh, about the different things. This is one of the most unique protests in history. Mm -hmm. 
where it feels to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but everybody agrees. Mm. The the way that they're acting about it is is different. But okay. everybody at the protests, right? There are, for example, the, you have the police. Every policeman I've spoken to, and I ask them, I talk to them, how are things going? Like, what what's going on? Mm -hmm. And they're like, yo, the guy who did it is a piece of shit. He should be put away from murder. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. It's messed up. None of us, like, we all agree, right? Everybody at the protests is agreeing. You have the right-wing guys who are agreeing. They're like, yo, you can't do that. That's a violation of civil rights. You have the left-wing, like, Antifa guys who are like, this is a disgusting violation of civil rights, mm -hmm. right? It's like... And granted, and then of course you have just the regular people who are like, yo, this is messed up, this is a violation of civil rights. Mm -hmm. Like everybody agrees. Yet we're protesting. Because yeah. they're mm -hmm. not doing anything. Yeah. The government's not doing anything. So it's a protest against authority. Yeah. It's not a protest against people. And I think the media will do everything in their power to make this a divisive issue, right? It's going to be really interesting what happens in the next week or two because mm -hmm. I think what will happen is like, naturally there's going to be like these militias right that want to protect their own city mm -hmm. right you're going to see small business owners start to stand outside of their small businesses with guns right yeah, which is natural that, you're allowed to protect yours right you've yeah, seen you've that seen already, already yeah. right so now you're going to have these both sides one side is yo let's organize and protect the city and the other side is like let's organize and fuck shit up because we need to gain awareness and fucking shit up is the only thing that seems to work and the media will portray that as this one side, which is probably going to be predominantly white, against this other side, which will be predominantly diverse. It seems to me you've been to a lot of the marches. They've yeah. been very diverse, right? Very, yeah. I think they'll pin those two sides together. When even the people that are protecting their property agree with the protesters, they just don't agree with them destroying their personal property. Mm -hmm. The real issue here is people against authority. And I think that's going to get muddied really fucking quick, man. Really fucking quick. Mm -hmm. Right? What happened a little? Did you see in front of the, uh, there's a tobacco store in uh, Minneapolis where they had like these big burly white dudes with guns out in front of it. Did you see this one? Yeah. I think one of them was black though. Uh, but they didn't highlight him. Yeah. So the picture was cropped at first. <laughs> Went out that, oh, look at these big uh, conservative guys. With their guns, but if and you actually you heard the what they said, picture, it's yeah. they were like, "Hey, man, guys. go protest." No, no, but listen, to what he's saying. No, so when you see the full picture, it yeah. was white and black guys protecting that business. Really? Yeah. And then they interviewed him and they said, "What do you think?" And they were, and like, they were like, "Yo, we, you guys have the right to go protest. Just don't loot. This is what we can protect." But they even denounced the murder. They were like, "Oh, the murder of George Floyd is like fucked up. It's what, disgusting. They, what they did to him was terrible, but I don't want them to ruin the story." That's I'm one not, thing. Go, go. Like you said, this is the first time I hear everybody saying the cop was wrong. That's the very first time the I've most heard alt right like, conservative I heard motherfuckers. Rush Limbaugh. Rush on Limbaugh on a Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club saying, yo, that was wrong. That cop's asshole. He actually said that he should be charged with first degree murder, which I don't think you can prove that. But this is the that's this is different. This is different when people agree on that. So now let's see. Now yo. that everybody has the same sentiment, are you gonna actually charge a cop and is the cop going to be charged? Like found Here's what I can't guilty. understand. First of all, charge all three of them, son. Don't four, charge right? four. four. Sorry, all three of the other ones. Yeah. So Chauvin and then charge yeah. all three of the other guys who yeah. haven't even been charged yet. But go on, and then I want to get back to this. Go. What I can't understand is if you are the powers that be, yeah, yeah. and you're interested. I thought you were going to talk about um, pleasing women. 
A to... A to... A to... A to... A to... A to... A you're talking about things I want to understand and things I don't want to understand. You know what I mean? This is what I want to understand. Okay, go. If I'm the powers that be, yeah. what would really calm everything down right now mm-hmm. is just arrest this asshole cop or a few and asshole cops down the road. That keeps so much of the unrest He's arrested down. Him. Charge. He's charged. Charge. Be found guilty. Don't let these guys well, off like you normally. That's the problem. So now, one, it's you a have case the, like every other case. So yeah, they so have to it. gather evidence. They have to do go through all the processes that you need to do before a trial and that he has that constitutional and right yeah he does have that yeah yep and here's why it's like super hard for a cops to be charged with criminal actions because of reasonable fear go ahead they if they can prove with words that they felt fear for their lives any action that they did is justified that's the one thing and that are they prosecuted them. by a jury of like randomly selected human beings? It depends. In this situation, because they were criminally charged, yes, this is going to be a regular trial mm-hmm. and like it's going to be regular civilians. But still, it has to be guilty upon reasonable doubt. And reasonable fear trumps reasonable doubt. So again, if we're assuming there's like powers at work that want to keep things moving in a certain direction, however, just to keep things calm, you fix this trial. Give this guy whatever trial he thinks he's going to get that's fair. We're not acting like people are above fixing a trial. Right. Throw the book at him. Lock him up for 15 years. Everybody, 20 years, whatever. People are happy. Mm-hmm. People are calm. They're satiated. Everything stays calm. We are sacrificing one cop who we don't think is a good cop. Yeah, but that's a thing. Like, Or even if you're just like the powers be, that's just one human being. The way the laws are written, he will probably get off. I think it's tricky. I've, I've heard both things. I think it's tricky with him specifically because... At a certain point of time, you can't put all the value on the officer's fear, right? Because fear is part of the job, mm-hmm. right? My my buddy who uh, my buddy Marco, who um, was a Marine and was in Iraq, right, for years, he said something very interesting to me. He was like, "Something happened in Iraq. Well, not something happened, but basically the idea of how America was going to treat the Iraq War changed while he was there. And basically, the government said, "Hey, we're going to try to win over minds and hearts." So that is going to affect the way that you police, mm-hmm. not police. That is going to affect the way that you treat people mm-hmm. in Iraq. And that's actually going to make your job way more dangerous. They said this to the Marines. So instead of when you're trying to win a war, you bust open a door, shoot whoever dies. That's casualties of a dice game, yeah. right? The things change where it was, hey, we want to win over minds and hearts. So you can't go in guns blazing anymore. And they said to him. Your job is going to be more dangerous, and that is the job now. And this is what you signed up for, and that's what you got to do. He said something interesting. He goes, why he has zero tolerance for police brutality is because if we could afford that luxury to people in a foreign country that we're technically at a war with or in conflict with, mm. why can't we afford that luxury to people who are our own citizens? Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. And I thought that was super profound. Right? If you're busting in a door and you're not shooting... We're not talking about Osama bin Laden. We're talking about some other shit. You're not shooting. It might be a motherfucking terrorist. You don't know what they're doing, but you're not shooting. You're holding on. Yeah. Putting your life at risk. And we're talking about actual soldiers. Actual soldiers. At what? You can't do that to a random black guy that you see on the street. Our own citizens who are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Ain't no innocent until proven guilty at war. Mm-hmm. Right? So he has, he has zero tolerance for the police brutality thing. He said there is a cultural thing. Maybe you can speak to this because you've been a cop. Is do you refer to it as a cop or a, a law? You've been part law of law enforcement, enforcement yeah. right? Is he goes the code or credence of law enforcement is 
no cop dies. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Never let a cop die. And he goes, that needs to be changed to protect the community. Mm. When protect the community is number one, it puts cops at more danger. And you know what? We should pay them more for having a more dangerous job. But because of that, the way the policing will change. Now you're not willing to bust off no matter what because your number one goal is protect the community at a high risk. And I think once you become the protect the community at a high risk, guys, you become heroes. Mm. And right now, you're looked at as the police state. You're looked at as the enemy. Yeah. And I'm really curious to people in the UK, like how they treat cops. Maybe they don't like cops as much, but the fact that they don't got guns and they're walking around with billy clubs, some lady with a billy club is trying to stop someone. That's some brave shit. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. If it's just me and a lady in a billy club. Yeah. You like your odds? <laughs> <laughs> you, know what you might get mushed out of here. I'll be coming through like Adrian Peterson. Bro. <laughs> but, it's, but it is a really interesting way of looking at it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like if we could afford that luxury to a foreign country that we're at war with, we got to be able to afford it to citizens of our own country. Yeah. And to find, I mean, it's just crazy that we don't. And I understand everybody's scared. They want to go home. Then we need to increase training. And if you're afraid, maybe you're not built for that position. My buddy has been in a situation where they have trained fear out of people. That's what you have to do. When you're busting in a door of a compound, you don't know what the fuck it is. My buddy who's done this in mm. real life. He's been in those situations where he chose not to pull the trigger. Mm. So it's not like this can't happen. Mm -hmm. And lives that some might say were less valuable. When you're at war with another with another country, that life is less valuable than an American life. Yeah, people in America will also agree too when they say like, "How can we do this to our own people?" That's because you're saying we are the most. It's an American citizen. That's a mm -hmm. more valuable life. Mm -hmm. Somebody we're at war with, casualties of a, a dice game, casualties of war. There's no collateral damage. Collateral damage. The only people you don't like, that are really tragic are, is friendly fire. Mm -hmm. That's the only innocent death that war cares about. Yep. Innocent kids died. Hey, cost of doing business. You, friendly fire that sucks. You'll get a, a nice honor when you get home, but that's the only thing that's like a tragedy does. It is a it is a fundamental change. And look, I understand how difficult it is to even sit here and say that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand how difficult it is because We're not it's in. not my life that's on the line. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like everybody who is justifying the looting. It's easy to say that when it's not your place is being looted. The second your place is looted, all of a sudden it's like, nah, it's getting a little egregious. It's 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 so easy to say these things when they're not personally affecting you, right? Just like it's so easy to tell black people, hey, relax when you're not black. Yep. Because it ain't affecting you, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, this isn't the way to protest. And then black people are like, motherfucker, what is? Yep. Yeah. What is the way? That my, it ain't putting a square on Instagram. My view on looting is if I was black and people were like, looting isn't the answer. And I'd be like, well, what is? And they'd be like, I don't know. And before they could say but, mm -hmm. I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm going to get a Louis, Louis bag. So like yeah. for my trouble, yeah. that's my answer. That's my answer. You know what's interesting about Instagram is like the, pe the people's minds we need to change, like the real like deep-rooted racists are all old, right? Nah. 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 Well, if if you guys let me finish making a fucking point before you do <laughs> all right. that shit. The real people whose minds you got to change are people in authority and power and that are older, right? Like some 20-year-old kid, yeah, maybe he don't care black people. He doesn't really have that much power or authority over you. Okay. okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes, there's going to be races, but like if you're both working together at the job, it's not like he can do that much to oppress you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 
I'm, what I'm saying is like these old motherfuckers ain't on Instagram like that. Do you think all these district attorneys, do you think all these motherfuckers, no, they have a social media team that just posts whatever they tell them. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They're scrolling through and seeing all black and they're literally texting their social media team like, yo, what's going on is Instagram, is Instagram down. It's an unaffected protest. That's all I'm trying to say. Everybody understands breaking shit. Yeah, so I would agree with you. It's probably an unaffected protest, but things that happen on social media do get back to the higher ups that aren't on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because a lot of I, times like people yeah. like Sean King white or black man that he is yeah um it will help affect change because he applies pressure to the higher ups that like, no doubt oh, shit no doubt we got to do something about this because everybody's complaining and we know that yeah. yeah there's no doubt there's no doubt about that you are it's uh what i think this is and this started within the music industry i think it's a lot of like white people in the music industry that felt guilty and they didn't know what to do and they have no fucking clue what to do but they couldn't sit around making money off black people you also got to look proactive well, yeah, because you're making money off black people. So you're yeah. like, I need to show support. But how do I show support? I can't go break shit. Right. Because all the shit that's being broken is mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, like, yo, if white people, you really want to support the looting, just break your own window. Literally walk outside your door, bust your door in and be like, I got y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm it's just <laughs> right. Like there's it, something to it. Solid idea. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying go do that, but I under, how do I understand? It's like, nah, we all know the looting is wrong. Don't you think looting is wrong and breaking shit is yeah. wrong? I, I wouldn't personally do it, but I'm not knocking anybody who's doing it because I'm just as angry and frustrated that shit hasn't changed. I'm just not going to resort to looting to express that anger. I'm that's, not- a, that's the thing. Sorry to interrupt, but like everybody even agrees on looting. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if my fuck, everybody agrees. Everybody agrees on every aspect of this. All right, man. We're going to take a break for a second. Everybody's stressed out. Everybody trying to find a way to get through this times. Radix Remedies, bro. Best CBD on the planet. You know. Excuse me. I just had to burp right there. I'm telling you, the guys over at Radix are partners with flagrant two asshole army this is what i'm gonna tell you right now if you fuck with cbd if you use the gummies if you use the flour itself the pre-rolls if you use lotion whatever you do for cbd i'm telling you this company radix remedies is not only top of the line but has been so supportive of flagrant two and just loves what the fuck that we're doing over here i cannot i cannot tell you a better way to support that man support us and support them like if you believe what's going on and you already fuck with CBD, try Radix. You try Radix. Use the promo code flagrant. RadixRemedies.com is the website. Just go try Radix. Use the promo code flagrant. I'm telling you, these, these guys are legit. There's been asshole army members that have went to the store in Austin, and they've just given them free shit. They really support what we're doing here. They want to grow with us. And it's just so cool to see a, a brand really you know, wrap themselves around us like that. We have a few that do it and we like to deliver for them. So if you fuck with CBD and you fuck with the asshole army, you could support us by supporting them, but also support them. They're good fucking people. They got hand sanitizers as well. And they're donating the same bottle you buy to people in need to essential workers for everyone you purchase. They're also donating. They just dropped this cool thing. It's a, um, it's a five pre-roll pack. It's a monthly subscription box. Um, monthly cbd flower subscription here uh basically they like to call it the cannabis connoisseurs club 
Okay, you get to experience your CBD flower any time of the month without worrying about running out with uh, Radix's CBD pre-roll flower subscription box. You receive five pre-rolls individually packaged within the box, each one being a different strain. Even better, because you're a member of the Cannabis Connoisseurs Club, you get the CBD flower heavily discounted from its original price and delivered the same time each month. Experience CBD in the most natural option available with the plant itself. I mean, this is how I take it. I like to smoke it. It's a casual thing for me. It's the uh, best. It's the best version. It's the best. In my opinion, right? Akash likes it a lot, but you also like the gummies to make you go night-night. Oh, the go- oh, CBD gummies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melatonin joints. Basically, it's a great way to try some of the new flowers without having to worry about rolling them up yourself. You can quickly and easily find something that works well for you. Each pack contains five one-gram pre-rolls. From the full menu, each month, the can- a Cannabis Connoisseurs Club box will contain mystery goodies inside as well. So go, go get that subscription if you want to just deliver it to your place. Remember, the promo code is flagrant. You get 10% off with that fl- promo code. But for real, we're supporting companies that support us and uh, companies that do the right thing. So if you fuck with CBD and you fuck with us, then you fucking with Radix Remedy CBD. Simple as that. That's gang. All right? We supporting them big time. Let's get back to the show. All right. We've never been so unified in the most divisive time in our country outside of civil war. We have never been so unified on one issue and so destructive. How is that possible? Mm. It's so unique, right? Because peaceful protests and I'm, I'm never going to loot. I'm a, I'm a bitch, but peaceful protests weren't doing anything. So at a certain point, you just have to make noise to get the other side to be like, okay, this is too much. Let's do something because there's been peaceful protests. And nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah no, it's interesting. Trayvon, it's, everybody took the picture with their hoodie up. Yeah. I am Trayvon. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, there will be another. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to fuck shit up. To, it's like a kid pitching a fit. I see parents always bend, bend to the whim of their kid when they're pitching a fit. And I'm like, well, why don't you ignore that? Because that's what gets yeah. attention. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you come home, you haven't walked your dog. And the, the whole house is fucked up. Yeah. What's the first thing you say? You're like, man, I need to make sure I want my dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, this is not to equate dogs to black people, obviously. But because uh, it's not black people, only ones looting or like fucking shit up. But I'm saying it's like you yeah, look at that situation and you're like, oh, I need to rectify the way I'm treating that yeah. person. Or I need to rectify the way I'm treating that entity yeah. because shit is getting fucked up. We're going we're gonna to do a piece about this this week yeah. on a Saturday. So but that... that- theory that marco gave you that that was that's profound that, right yeah. yeah i never looked at it that way yeah i'm gonna take that shit from you marco we're gonna edit your name <laughs> out this shit no but go on what are you saying because no, i just yesterday i was just like trying to figure out why the system because everybody says oh it's the system it's the system it's the system and then people don't really identify the things in the system that prevent it from being changes yeah like, i took notes down it's a little lengthy i don't know if you want me to go over it, it. sure yeah please right, so man, just like five, five things that i noticed ain't, ain't nobody doing shit today bro <laughs> it's lockdown tuesday or whatever no, so it's like five things that i noticed why it's hard for police reform so the first one is like police are policing themselves with internal affairs these are also cops so it's like your sister asked to give you punish your you as a, a brother punishment. It's like she's not going to say death penalty because she loves you, so they can't effectively police themselves. Even if she if she if she don't like you, she got to see you every fucking day. Yeah, exactly. And if she's too harsh on you, the rest of the family's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, whose side That's you family. on? Oh, what are you doing, a family? Yeah, yeah. whose side are you on? Okay, keep going. Um, so. As a public employee, you're allowed to appeal any um, decision, every any reprimand, reprimandation that has 
you've been guilty of. So, for example, if you did something, you get yeah. fired, you're allowed to appeal it. Yep. Um, out of those appeals, almost 50% result in rehiring. Wow. Yeah. And is that because of the strength of the police union? Yes. So one is the strength of the police union. Also, there's another thing that they'll result. So this is the third one is a citizen's review. So if after um, the police try to reprimand you and that doesn't work, it'll go to a citizen's review, which is supposed to be non-police people look over the evidence and then they recommend what they deem should be the punishment. But the it's such bullshit because it's just a recommendation and they can... They don't even have, they don't have to, to listen. Take the recommendation. Yeah. They don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. But it's just the way to like the public feels like, oh, look, this is going to a civilian, so it, it's Yo, not police, police, and police. Bare minimum, like you want to find out what you could do. Learn about how the system is structured. Yeah. Like this right here. If this is what you did today yeah. to help black people, is just learn about the flaws in the in the setup of the police system yeah. in America. That is massive. Yeah. Because like, it seems people act like it's not massive. It's massive. Be- understanding the issue and understanding the issues is the first step to changing them. You can't just go, we gotta change policing, and then someone goes, How? You go, honestly, I don't even know how policing works. Son, honestly, and that's why I did it because it's like I don't know how to change the system. Well, so I'm like, you. let me learn about the system. So maybe so that we can once you learn it. about the system, you see where it's like, oh, step one, yeah, you could just have an independent review board. That's it. An outside company does the review. I don't care if it's government paid for or whatever. That mm-hmm. might not be ideal or perfect. It's better than cops policing cops because yeah. why the fuck would you punish cops? If you did some shit wrong and they were like, Akash, ah, you get to sentence Al, I'd be like, eh. Yeah. And hey, like, man, don't do that again. And, and I know... Oh, go on, go on. So for the citizen reviews, yeah. um, I just saw this stat in Minneapolis. There were 2,600 public complaints and only 12 of them resulted in punishment. I have 2,600. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> like, retired. So um, police unions, like you mentioned, yeah. they their personal power is to, like, make sure cops are paid and make sure they keep their job. So they try everything in their power to make sure they keep their job and make sure they're paid. Um, and then the reasonable fear is why they can't be charged with criminal charges because they all they have to do is just justify that they were afraid for their lives and that and that's enough that's enough to get them off any criminal charge yeah that would also be tricky to what i said earlier if you had an outside review board every cop would just be like how the fuck do you know you've never been a cop yeah and if they have been a cop they're much more likely to be like nah you're good you know what i mean like yeah. I, i'm still gonna protect my own so it's tough yeah it's it's really fucking tough man we, t- we gotta talk to other public servants and see how they handle the uh, risk of life you know, part because it is massive and it's incredibly brave. And like, I know there's a lot of people out here right now. They're like, they're saying, you know, we don't want to hear about how, you know, uh, there are good cops and it's just a few bad cops that ruin it for everybody mm-hmm. else. And that's a fair argument. And that's a fair argument about not want to hear it. But at the same time, you hear a lot of people making the argument like, you know, everybody at the protests, the majority of the people are peaceful. It's just a few looters that are fucking yeah. it up for everybody. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a few bad apples that spoiled a bunch. That's usually how things work. And mm-hmm. it's fucked up when people... Like, there are just a few black people committing crimes. The vast, vast, vast majority are great. Right. You can't... Uh, it's fucked up when somebody's like, nah, all black people do this, this, and this. Right. Same thing to do that to cops. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep it consistent. You got to keep it consistent. The thing that we can do is look at, like, the types of policing structures that allow these situations to happen and see if you can switch them so that they don't. Yes. And you have to... You have to look at the amount of risk that you're asking a human being to take. If it's too much risk, they just won't do it. Yeah. It's plain and simple. It's like... 
I imagine, uh, and we got to, sp- I want to speak to like firemen about this. Like, I think firemen, it's your job to go in the building, dog, even if it's burning or not. Like, I don't know if firemen can be like, well, I thought my life was a danger, so I didn't go in. Yeah. Like, there were firemen running up, and I'm sure policemen running up the Twin Towers as some shits was coming down. Yep. So it's like, I wonder if that is a reasonable excuse for a fireman not going in. Like, I felt fear for my life, so I didn't go in. Mm. I, I don't know if it is. I don't know if it isn't. Yeah, I don't, right? think, I don't think so. I think they're supposed to go. As, I, as long as like they determine the building's not about to collapse at this very moment. Right. Like, oh, I'm sure it's like, it's, it's different, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but like, we just have to talk to these other public servants that put their life on the line. Obviously, we know the process, you know, with, with the military, but like, we got to talk to these people and see what it is and see what is expected of them because there's nothing wrong with asking cops to be held to the same standard as another public servant. Mm. I don't think that's wrong. I mean, poke holes yeah. in argument if you guys no, can. I, I no. just, it's I, just... They'll just say it's like uh, most other public servants, their life isn't on the line in the manner that ours is. That's true because every time a cop goes out, it could be it could, it yeah. could be some serious Routine shit. Routine traffic stop, yeah. you could die. And that's I would imagine there's not as many fires as there are potentially violent situations with a cop. Like I think a cop probably has way more violent interactions yeah. than the average fireman goes into like burning buildings. I would imagine. I'm yeah, not entirely I w- sure. I would assume so. You think so? Yeah, because most Every of the time arrest- if something's on fire, you get the fuck out. So the fireman only really has to go inside if there's somebody trapped inside. Mm, okay. They stand outside and pour some water on the shit. Uh, sure. That they, that they have to go into a burning building but not yeah. deal with the burning I've building. heard cops say, I don't know if this is true or not, but routine traffic stop is how most officers are killed. Think of how many routine traffic stops you make in a day or in a month. Yeah. That's a lot. Now, it's funny because there's the same fear on both sides is a routine traffic stop could kill me if you're black or you're a cop. Yep. The difference black people feel is like, if I get killed, if a cop gets killed... We can be fairly certain, as tragic as it is, justice will be served and whoever killed him will be prosecuted. Mm. Black people are feeling like, if I get killed, I, m- most so, likely nothing's going to happen to this guy. This is a great point. Every correction is an overcorrection. And I realized this about the Me Too movement when I was watching the Epstein documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay? This documentary is, a, is like a fluff piece to put all the blame on Epstein and absolve all the other characters right. around him of any guilt. We understand what it is. It's made by one of Bill Clinton's friends. It's obviously going to be bullshit, but there's one great redeeming thing about the documentary is you get to hear all the girls that they raped and he sent around the girl, the world for other people to rape. You get to hear their stories. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know who these people were. It's astonishing how low key that they were all kept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I'm watching these girls speak for the first time and like tell their stories about how horrific these people were, I completely understood the Me Too movement because these girls for years Talk to the FBI. FBI just turned the other cheek. They're like, ah, it doesn't matter. Talk to police. They talk to everybody trying to get their stories heard and trying to get some justice. And they were ignored. Mm. And these girls are not the only girls that got raped, right? Mm. This has been happening to women probably for hundreds of years, right? Throughout history. So now for the first time in history where when you say something, not only is it heard, but that motherfucker gets justice, of course you're going to speak up. Now, granted, did a lot of people who were innocent of... Not like major crimes, like whistling on a girl on the street. You should not get fucking fired for. There's a difference between right. like assaulting women and inconveniencing a woman. Everybody has to deal with inconveniences in life. That being said, you, I understand why the overcorrection went there in the same way where I understand the overcorrection with what's happening with George Floyd, right? Yeah, maybe all this violence is looting and these protests and all these things that are going down. Maybe this is destroying your city. Maybe that is an overcorrection. 
But this is what happens when nobody fucking listens. And now you finally get the world's attention. Yeah. You keep on doing what is going to keep that attention. Mm-hmm. Like imagine you broke one store and everybody's like, we hear you now. Are you done? And they're yeah. like, okay, we're hurt. No, it's like, I'm going to keep on doing this shit until I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. Well, yeah. What I, what I'm concerned about is how that they're going to spin this. And I guarantee the media will spin this into a race war, not a war of the people versus authority. And the way they'll spin it to the race war is these militias will go start to protect the property and they will create them as one gang. And then they will create the, uh, protesters as another gang and they'll only highlight the black and brown people in those protests. They'll leave the white people out of those protests. They'll make it look way less diverse and they'll have these fucking gangs. It's going to look like some shit outside of gang, out of gangs in New York or something like that. And that's how, that's how they're going to drive the fucking wedge in, man. I know it. That, I feel that's, it. That's what you think. I'm thinking that they want the rioting to continue and even get worse possibly so then they can declare martial law. What would be the benefit of martial law? Trump can do whatever the fuck he wants to do and probably postpone the election if he felt like it. Ooh. Postponing the election is interesting because what I was thinking is he wants four more years. Yeah. And right now with Corona and with his tweets, it's not looking good for him. That's interesting. Mark, what is what are the conspiracy theorists saying? What is your theory? Uh, I don't necessarily have like a nailed down theory, but I've heard people say, like resonate that statement. Like people even pointed to on... I think yesterday or two days ago, the guard house outside the White House, like they have like a guard building where like people have to come in and out if they're going to the White House, got burned down. Like the whole thing got like torched. Whoa. And some people are like, wow, these protesters are really going crazy. You know, they're burning down the guard house. And other people are like, how did they get close enough get to burn down yeah. the guard house? And then people are drawing connections to like when the Reichstag burned down in Germany before Hitler like usurped power. So now, like, there's, like, this weird, like, power thing where it's, like, basically the Reichstag burned down and Hitler was, like, oh, it's these, uh, you know, it's these crazy, like, fringe groups that are trying to destroy our country and burn down our capital. So he's, like, you need someone that's going to take over and take control. And then he slowly, like, gained power that way. So you think Trump could use this as a potential way of maintaining power outside of the democratic process? I don't know if he's got the juice. I don't know if he's got the juice, but Americans are some crazy motherfuckers. He's talking bro. like it though. I don't know if that's he's got the juice, that but me. he's like, "Oh, that, I can't deal with it." Then I'll send the military in there. Who can? There has been a historical precedent <laughs> for that. Some people even say Hitler burned down the Reichstag himself. He probably like, did. Like he sent like the SS in to burn it down. He was like, "Look at these crazy people burning down the." Yeah, Earth I thought that's what you were saying this whole time. Yeah, yeah, but like that's not official record, right? Some people say it's a false flag. Some people say it's not. But regardless, much, he got power from do it. Do we feel, okay, that's that's the most extreme version of it. Do we feel like it is in the best interest of some group? I don't know which fucking group that these protests continue. Like, I feel like they're doing everything they can to drag these protests out. I mean, there's a situation where all sides can benefit from it. Okay, go. So, like, if Trump's able to enact the martial law thing. And he's able to like have more control over the government and sort of suppress the democratic process by enacting like non uh, like by taking sort of like extra extraordinary powers and as in as president, then like he would benefit from the protest. And then like the Democrats would benefit from the protest because it shows that Trump's in complete disarray and he can't control himself. And he they know that he's going to keep on fucking up. Mm. So then when it's election time, he's going to be out. Like the anarchists are loving it because they like, just like chaos. They like the chaos, like the grungy white kids that like go to warp tour and shit. Like yeah. they want to just destroy shit. 
Yeah, there's an interesting thing we were, we were having this conversation about. Um, this could let's say the Democrats are the ones stre- stretching this out. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, right? Why would they do it? We were talking about this yesterday. Like, here's the thing: Trump was on the verge to, re- I think, on the verge to really get a lot of the black vote. Biden had just fucked up on the Breakfast Club big time, and he wasn't really remorseful or accountable for fucking up. He was kind of like blaming Charlemagne. Like in interviews, he was going, he was being a wise guy, and I was returning in kind. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne wasn't really being a wise guy. Yeah. <laughs> like You he, fucked like, up, he, fam. He, he's halfway apologized and also tried to put it on Charlemagne. Tried to put it on yeah. Charlemagne. So it was like a little both. So uh, what, I, what I was told is that Trump and his, uh, the people that are uh, ahead of his black initiative, we're putting together an economic empowerment plan for black people. And that was the time to drop it, right? Literally last week. Democrats are in this position where black people are not very happy with Democrats, don't feel like Democrats have done that much to you know, further the progress of black people. They have a huge fuck up from Biden. Biden hasn't said anything eloquent in three years. Huge fuck up from Biden. Trump has the opposition, uh, has the possibility to jump in and snag some of that black vote. I'm not saying Democrats started this. I'm not saying they amplified or took advantage of. Hypothetically speaking, if they did, it would be a brilliant move. Because Trump's policy is he has to appeal to the base on all national stories. Mm-hmm. If it's not a national story, if it's prison reform, as long as prison reform isn't a national story, have Kim Kardashian come to the White House, free some black people from jail. It's not a national story. It doesn't matter. His base doesn't care. But the second something becomes a national story, he's not the leader for everyone. Mm-hmm. He's the leader for his base. That's interesting. And he's done it every single time, right? Yeah. Charlottesville, national story. Before, right? It was like, oh, there's actually good people on both sides. Some people say that taking out of contact doesn't really matter. Whatever it is. Hordes of Mexicans coming through in a caravan. They're going to kill everybody, blah, blah, blah. Mm. National news story leans into the base. He's not the leader for everybody. He's the leader for his base. So let's say the Democrats made this as crazy as possible. Let's say they're leaving piles of bricks just around these protests for no reason. Mark was walking in Williamsburg. You just saw a pile of bricks in front of a building. Who the fuck is just leaving bricks in front of buildings? Let's. I was out there with like a group of kids that were looting. Cops are peacefully following them. Letting them not fucking interrupting them mm-hmm. at all. They, so, I was, and it, I just lost track of time. I was probably with them for like two hours. They were just going around the city, breaking glass, knocking over garbage cans, burning some garbage, and then they move on to the next spot. And cops mm-hmm. were just following them, making sure probably buildings didn't get burned, but just letting you didn't them do be. Nothing. I mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Jake Paul ass so, hanging out. So, so what's interesting is let's say the Democrats strategically made Trump play his card. They go, if we make a national news story out of this, especially the looting, Trump's gonna have to appeal to his base on this. How is he gonna appeal to his base? What does his base want? Oh, they want order. Trump. Yeah, bring the hammer down. Bring the hammer down. Order. Bring the hammer down can be positioned as if he doesn't have any empathy for George Floyd and the black plight in America. You can't service black people if you're essentially punishing them for protesting for their own rights. Yeah. If you loot and we shooting. If you loot and we shooting. He came out with it. He tried to appeal to blacks with a rhyme, but I don't know if that (laughs) shit worked. All of a sudden, black people gravitate back to the Democratic Party because they're like, I can't call some thugs. I can't, I can't support that dude. I'm going to have to ride with these Democrats, even though Biden is incoherent. It is, it is a little conspiratorial, but it's re- is it reasonable? 
I think so. And additionally, reading through like there's all these articles specific, like specifically in 2020, why like the black vote is so important. Like all this stuff was published in like February, March. Like people are suggesting that's more important this election than ever. Why is why that? that? Because it's more up for grabs. More for grabs. It's like not as locked in. Like the two parties are grabs. struggling to like lock in black and Latino voters just more in general. Grabs. Ever since, wait, what? You just said more up for grabs three times, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm blacking out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's more up for grabs. Like, there's more votes to be had. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> people aren't sure who to vote for. <laughs> well, that way, every person has a different version that they can understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's just like less locked in. I would honestly, I respect, if that's a chess move by the Democrats, that's the first good chess move Democrats have played in fucking It's forever, just so baby. hard with Biden, yo. I mean, his fucking advice to cops. Did you see this yesterday? I haven't. Son, don't shoot unarmed people in the heart. Shoot, shoot them, them in the leg or arm. Unarmed. <laughs> what? Unarmed. He said that? Yes. Oh, shit. This guy is Don't shoot them in wrong. the heart. Shoot them in the arm or leg. If you are the Democrats and you're doing this brilliant chess oh move, you God. also got to get a vice president that can that you want to take over for this motherfucker. Son, you can oh get him out of there God. somehow. It's funny. I was telling Mark yesterday. I'm like, this is the this is Biden's time to be out in front of every camera, speaking up. And now it's like, matter of fact, maybe you just need to shut Sorry. the fuck up. So, like, was it you? We were talking about who were we talking about this yesterday. Uh, we were talking about the the Trump's power is in his live performances in his. Oh yeah, uh, in the rallies. In the rallies. Is that you? Talking, no, we we're talking about Raul. Yeah, Raul was bringing this good point. Shouts to Raul. Our homie from Mexico, man, and he was like, um, they've been quarantined from America forever. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> Shelter in place. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, but he was like, Trump's power on the campaign trail is the rally. Yeah. And if you let's say you're the Democrats, if you try to exaggerate the severity of Corona oh. for as long as possible. Oh. And make it so people cannot come together. He cannot hold a fucking rally. And if he cannot hold a rally, that severely affects his electability. Because Mark was saying this yesterday. It sounds crazy to us, but motherfuckers go to a Trump rally on some, I don't know if I'm for him or not. And then leave there convinced. Yeah. I, watching this PBS documentary, a lot of people were going. They were like, yeah, I just want to see what happens. It's going to be crazy. This and then they walk out. This guy's crazy. And then they're like, yo, you spitting facts in there. Like, Interesting. And I, I saw this. I don't know how accurate it is. Um, the Republican National Convention, they were going to limit the amount of people inside so they can socially distance. And Trump's like, if, Hell you, don't, if you don't pack this place out, we're moving it to another city. Hell, no. let's go. That's yeah. the other thing. That's Trump. how I feel about my shows. <laughs> Who's opening up? Who's opening up? Yo, you probably want to have a rally. <laughs> yeah, you know you're gonna have Andrew fans outside of fucking yuck yucks with guns. I'm <laughs> not opening up. <laughs> Make comedy great again, bro. Let's do it. We're going to the chocolate. <laughs> go, go. What you about to say though? Trump supporters don't give a fuck about Corona, yo. They Shut think that shit is made up. They think it's fake. Yeah. And to be honest, if there's not a crazy spike in two weeks, they were lying us, yo. They were lying us. No, they not. No, they not. They were lying us, yo. The they number, were lying the numbers us, in Florida going up. The numbers in Atlanta, the numbers in New York, everywhere they're Dallas, Chicago, everywhere they've they've been protesting, yeah. numbers should skyrocket in the next two weeks. 
And I've I've been all about like social distancing, but I'm about I'm watching these numbers. I wouldn't say if they don't skyrocket up, because there's still some people that are afraid to go back out. So even though the if the curve, town or the place opened the fuck up, about, yo, but there are some people that hundreds of thousands of people are hanging out. It's a football game in every city right now uh-huh, on Saturday. Uh huh. If the uh-huh. if the curve don't start doing this, I'm gonna be like, hey, this shit is over. All right. I believe this now. Already, it's over. But the numbers is already going up. No, it's how you know it's going up. Can you, they're reporting it. Where are they reporting it? Can you show us the, the Corona numbers? Daily? Can you, I, can you find find it? I'll pull it up. Yeah, find it. And Texas too, because Texas isn't, I thought Texas was going to go crazy. So Texas, uh, Arizona, all these states that is open it up, not giving a fuck. Arizona even more so than Texas. I was like, yo, it's about to get bad. Bust it wide sure. open, bro. Florida, Bust it wide open. Florida had like the highest number of new cases. Um, it like, Equal the amount back in early April. So here's the here's the well, let me say so this. It's like now, the, but this no, is the, the thing. high number of new cases, which is the bad number. That's the number you want to try to level out. That's starting Hear to this go out. back up. I'll, this is like a month and a half ago. I'm listening to Tiki Wiki. They're talking about Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they say that I'm should to pull peak. out my Dicky Wiki when you <laughs> say that shit. That shit man, sexy, bro. Yeah. Tiki Wiki. Man. Hey, I'll say it to you after the show. Okay. <laughs> but they said they expected the peak to happen around May 6th, and then Texas opened it up. Yeah. So you would think if we're already peaking and you open shit up, it should get crazy. This was a natural thing that thought was going to happen. Like the way the virus was moving, even if we did social isolation, yeah. it would peak around May 5th, May 6th, whatever. It's So it peaked there and then they opened it up. It should go fucking crazy. Yeah. It's not. I don't even know why I'm arguing this point because I'm all for the open it up right now. So, bust it wide I've been like, yo, I've chill. But I'm person, watching these but, motherfucking yeah, fuck numbers it. in New York, in LA, in everywhere they've had protests in mass. Yeah. Riots. Anybody wearing a fucking mask in a riot? Are nah, they? Sorry. Everybody's wearing masks. No, you're gonna loot. You're gonna wear something. They created the best situation for us to loot. They told us to protect your face, cover your face, cover everything, wear goggles, wear a whole face mask. And then they had just open windows of shit for us to just break. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> Isn't that crazy? We were talking about this before the the podcast. And maybe we include this in the piece. But like low key, it's arrogant to have a window. Yeah. Wait, During what? quarantine? <laughs> Wait, what? No, like, like, all right. We're going to take a break for a second. We got to pay some bills. Let me tell you guys something. This is important. Okay. There's a million things for me to read on this uh, Mack Weldon uh, advertisement. We could go through everything, the gold label, the silver label, all this other kind of stuff. Let me make this very simple for you. Do you like comfortable underwear? Yes. Do you like high quality underwear that doesn't have that fucking waffle effect after you've worn it three times? Yes. Do you like the same thing for your shirts, your hoodies, all your essentials? Do you want socks? Do you want these things where you... You're not flexing with them, by the way. But when you take them off and a girl, you're, she wants to see you're in some nice underwear, not some bullshit-ass fucking Hanes or some Joe Boxers wrinkled as hell, waffled out. You want something nice quality that's going to take care of your package. You want to look presentable when you take them off and you're letting people know, hey, this is about to go down. Ladies, you want your boyfriend to look presentable, right? You want your boyfriend to look good. You want his essentials to fit him well. Not some, shooty, not some shitty, ill-fitting undershirt, Okay. Some trash material hoodie. Ladies, if you are wearing your boyfriend's hoodie when you're lounging around the crib, and there's a lot of lounging around the crib, you want it to be a nice quality material, do you not? Not some raggedy ass fucking hoodie that he bought at his college. You want a nice quality material. Men's Essentials, Mack Weldon. Simple as that. That's what you're doing. Mack Weldon. Men's Essentials. That's where you're going to get the best. You can get it at MacWeldon.com. 
and you can get 20% off. Use the promo code flagrant. MacWeldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. We're just making it easier. Stop getting your socks on one fucking website. Your underwear on another fucking website. Your, your casual hanging around hoodies on one. Your undershirts on another. It's fucking stupid. It's too much work. You go to one place, MacWeldon.com. You get all the essentials. Flex your fit around it, okay? Obviously, you're going to cover up the undershirt with some jacket that you really like. That's not what they're selling. They're not selling you your fly shit that you're flexing all over. They're selling you the finest quality essentials. And you deserve good quality essentials for yourself. And you probably need new essentials because you've been wearing them this whole fucking quarantine. Son, that's Order it. now. Stop wasting time. What are you doing? You're going to get your shit at CVS? You're really going to get new socks at CVS? You new underwear at CVS? That's where you're going to get it? MacWeldon.com. Simple as that. You're getting 20% off. Promo code is flagrant. Go do that right now. Let's get back to the show. What? No, like, like, Windows are mad arrogant. Like, like... <laughs> we live in such a safe society that we assume people aren't going to break in and steal shit. That like, if you go down Broadway, right, or Fifth Avenue, there are giant glass windows. Glass is that thick. You could knock on that shit and it breaks. And there are thousands of dollars worth of merchandise just right on the other side of the window. And after they close, you know what the places do sometimes? They leave the lights on. They almost like, you won't steal it, fuck boy. You I dare you fuck shit boy? Is, shit is mad defiant, yo. Pussy? Yo, I'm gonna leave the lights on, pussy. You're not gonna steal nothing, pussy. It's mad defiant. You know it's I mean? arrogant, bro. Like low-key, we should have been broken down these fucking windows. Have Put a shop down. Shops always have had windows. Like I'm saying window that's arrogant. Window shopping. Son, son, son. Do banks got windows, son? That's a great point. Yeah. yeah, banks got just, windows. They do, but it's just a little thicker. No, nah, no, banks don't got windows. Yes, they do. Not to get to the bank, bank. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Not to get to the banking part. They got a little oh, window in the front. Oh, they get to the bank. You talking about the bank, bank? The bank, bank. You got the, you got the little part with ATM, right? Okay, okay. And That's then the mad windows for the ATM, man. Is glass doors for the bank? You ain't never seen no wooden door at the bank. You ain't never, you ain't never slid some no, shit but not open like that. Bank, bank, no, the bank, 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 bank is the, the shit. This is circle <laughs> that you go in. You know the shit the you vault, got the vault. Yeah, that's you gotta what hold I'm talking your about. ear too with the little thing. Right, that shit right there never got away. You never seen a fucking movie where they break into the bank and they look in the window of the vault and they see what? Oh, they got money in there. Let's go in that one, right? Because they know this shit is worth it. You ain't never seen one movie where they did that, right? Hey, which vault should we break into? Well, look at all the windows. And let's see what's in there first. Bro, in Storage Wars, the whole idea is you got to choose it before you look. They ain't, got any, they ain't even got windows in Storage Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me, bro. They don't have windows in storage wars. Yeah. I know, but the, you know the point of windows, right? What's the point of windows? For window shopping. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why they gotta have windows or nah. you might buy some shit. Nah, storage wars. Anybody walking by a storage unit like, yo, let me buy that. Son, it's not I for agree, sale. Bro. First Win floor window. It's arrogant. Windows is a slutty girl wearing no clothes. All hey. Right. That's what a hey, bro, I'm not trying to victim blame right now, but son, low key. Windows is a girl with a low cut shirt, and she goes like, "Oh yeah, you probably." That's what this. they do, and okay. they walking around asking why we look at them titties, bro. And I'm not saying we supposed to grab them. <laughs> but, when, but when when Saks Fifth Avenue was out here winking at me, you know what I'm saying? Like you literally, you have blinking lights in the window. You have some blinking lights going, look at this shit that's mad expensive and nobody's around. It says closed on the door. It's like, yo, we're not here. 
hey, it's closed, but we left some light on in case you want to take this fire shit. Pussy, (laughs) (laughs) bro, yo, low key, low key, they deserve that shit. Low key, bro. Hey, man, you make a compelling case. Arrogant, is it not arrogant? Like in your apartment, if you live on the first floor, right? You put some bars on your fucking window, don't you? Mm -hmm. Because you're like, yo, I live on the first floor. Motherfucker could break right in. I'm not gonna allow that shit. I have a neighbor when I was growing up, famous person. His windows had blackout curtains so you couldn't even see what was inside. <laughs> nah. It was yeah, a, it I what the, I mean blackout curtains is so you can have the room dark inside. No, no, I um I, I I'm, I thought I'm it was a solidarity for black lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm phrasing it wrong. The original black square. <laughs> I'm, I'm phrasing it wrong. They they had a specific type of curtain that they could see out and get all the light oh, out, but okay. you it was like a mirrored thing, you know when they do like a um, two-way mirror? Yeah. yeah, it was like a two-way mirror essentially, ah, but a okay, curtain. Okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. So it was like but of course it's like, yo, it's arrogant. It's arrogant. <laughs> Bro, they're just saying I don't think people are going to go around breaking laws. Like it, that's arrogant. All right. That's how arrogant we got. Is we thought that you just get to keep your stuff. Yeah. I remember when I was in middle school, I learned that I I, I had a North Face that I was wearing, and then someone was like, "Give me that," and I was like, "It's mine," and he goes, "I want it," and I was like, "All right." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I realized how quick shit that you thought was yours could not be. <laughs> he, he was like, "Well, you ain't have no glass around you." <laughs> I guess you ain't want it that bad. Yeah, if you was wearing glasses, then maybe I would. Real talk. Like, if I was walking around with some fucking glass, then it would have been mine to keep. Yeah, man, should have been Bubble Boy. Man. <laughs> I'm saying there is, it, there is some arrogance, yo, and people boarding up their fucking doors. Like you should have been boarded it up. Yeah, there there are some smart businesses that boarded early. Early, yeah. these motherfuckers saw that shit coming. Because the reason for it, Sunglass Hut surprise yeah. motherfuckers stole glasses. Sunglass Hut. All they sell is glass, bro. Bro, that's all they sell, dog. Wait, what? what? <laughs> so they just go into the sunglass hut, break in, and then break all the sunglasses? Yeah. Just fuck it? That's what Man, we do? Man, come on. Sunglass hut? They boarded up all their glasses. <laughs> Son, it's a hut. What's huts made out of? Straw. Wood. <laughs> I guess. Live up to your name. <laughs> <laughs> all right though all right for real for real though for real though right. let's get into some of these topics should we start should we talk about some topics yeah should we talk about the worst ways that people have uh showed their solidarity yo we gotta play that david oh get gosh, shit so. yo i don't care if we get flagged i don't care I'm gonna send this down. It's so funny i don't care if we get flagged and it's so delusional and these people are out of their fucking minds yeah like what we're gonna get to a point of like success and fame where we should be delusional and no one should listen to us. I hope we never get there, dog. Yeah. I truly hope we never get to the point where like what we think is helpful is the absolute most idiotic shit ever thought of. Yeah. How do we avoid getting there? You can't get too famous. Or you got to have some no people around you. Like Kevin Hart says, you got to have some no people. But Yo, who the Kevin, fuck can say no Kevin Hart, the funniest motherfucker I ever heard. My, remember when Bill Burr was when we were in that car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
we're in a car ride, Bill Burr going. Because Kevin Hart had his like little special. Documentary. He's like, his documentary. He's like, you know, I cheated because I didn't have my boys with me, man. If I had my boys with me, I wouldn't <laughs> cheat. And Bill Burr's like, because you didn't have your boys with you. <laughs> Motherfucker, you couldn't not fuck a girl? Like, you need your boys to grab your dick and be like, come on, Kev, don't put that in there. That's the worst excuse. Imagine your girl going, yeah, Yo, you're right. You got to keep your boys with you. That, that's probably the reason why you cheat on me. Yo, that's actually brilliant. That seems valid. Seems valid. Yeah, so. that's, that's My boys ain't there. Point. So all it's right, also bo- a perfect way to hang out with your boys all the time. Hey, baby, you want me to cheat? <laughs> You're always hanging out with your boys. That's funny. Yeah, she's insisting. He, yeah. He's like, I'm going out. She's like, are your boys with you? Better you better take care. Yeah, you better yeah. take Mike. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to see right now is the absolute most delusional way to react to racism. I didn't think it was possible to uh, top Madonna's kid. I don't know if you saw Madonna's kid dancing to show support. That one was uh, the worst to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I, I don't know if it's as bad. That's Here's the thing. Madonna's kid is black. It's the adopted kid. Right? I don't care. She, she looted that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 she went to Africa like, gotcha. <laughs> here's what I'm saying. If Michael Jordan himself could, uh, Michael Jackson himself couldn't end racism, you dancing like Michael Jackson is going to end That's, racism? Funny. He had black or white. Anybody give a fuck? He was black and, and white. white yeah. <laughs> he tried his hardest and he was the illest dancer alive and knew nothing. Bro, only rape white kids. Yo, right? My man was about that life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ready? All right, hold up. So David Guetta is a DJ. Uh, he's French. I don't know what's going on. So he wants to do his part to combat racism. And again, you know, famous people are a little bit delusional. They really don't understand the plight of uh, normal folks. And uh, this is maybe the perfect example of it. He is on top of a building in New York City. Empire State Building right behind him. Empire State Building right behind him. Incredible view. Here he is on top of it. This is what he's doing to support George Floyd. Okay, go. So this record is in honor of George Floyd. And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family. Can we be- Can we be- So, shout out to his family, son. Yo, you got a shout out from David Guetta, bro. Wow. Can we be honest, though? Yeah. If you listen to that beat, that shit is kind of building, it go right? It's it go kind of building to something. Bro, are we going to get flagged for this shit? Yeah. That'll be our contribution. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our contribution to davidgetta.com slash donate. <laughs> I want to hear that first. Part. Okay, we got to yeah, go back over. So 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 yeah. Feel that beat, though. Is in honor of George Floyd. George Floyd. Yeah, this guy could barely speak. And I really hope we Pick can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult he prepared this for weeks so <laughs> shout out to his family <laughs> uh. bro the drone shot okay hot, yo. <laughs> so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow Yo, if he flags us for sharing this, he don't care. Yeah. If they flag us for sharing this, 
and spreading the All word right, okay, and showing the donate to charity shit, they don't care. Yo, shout out to his family, bro. That shit goes hard. Yeah. They got to feel Pause. better right now. So. Pause, yeah. Yo, they were going through it, and it was like a really tragic event. I think they were having a really tough day. And then all of a sudden, you just heard. like, thank you, David. Can we go to the website, see how much money he raised? Yeah. Yo, I sent you one more, by the way. Um, Will it be more money than Virgil donated? Oh, my God. Yo, shout out to Virgil, I'm going to keep it to Virgil's. I think his shit was the worst. I think he had the worst, even worse than Madonna's kid. Do we now know why his company's called (laughs) Off-White? Are we we 100% familiar with it? What's this right here? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got another one? This is some chick from Glee. She's like a Glee dancer. Okay. She's like like one of the stars of Glee. Okay. And And what does the tweet say? Why the fuck is... Britney from Glee dancing in honor of George Floyd. So they're dancing in honor of George so this Floyd. Is, this okay. Have she, white women not done enough? Okay, hold <laughs> this on. Is, this is how she hold ended on. racism. Let's bro. see it. Let's see it. But. Is she having a hard time breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh, oh. She, oh. she hit that one. Oh, she on her neck. Oh, she's on her she's neck. She's trying to fight somebody off. She did not oh make a gun god, finger. Yo. She did not make a gun oh finger. Oh my god. Oh man. This is. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, like pause it. for a second. Pause for a second. I want to say this as a kid who has come from a dance family. Dance has provided my entire lifestyle, has provided all the opportunities that I've had, provided uh the privilege. Brought your mom to this country. It brought my mother to this country. I mean, dance has been absolutely phenomenal. It is useless. <laughs> dance could be the most useless thing in the entire world in terms of actually expressing how you feel this is so fucking stupid dance is fun it's exciting go with the music bounce around it is not how you share a fucking message you know nobody's most- watching this and they're going oh my god i get it now black people have a tough time you know the most disrespectful part of this is she couldn't even give this motherfucker a real room in the house to dance in. She dancing in the spare room. Look at that sloping ass down yeah, ass. Room. Dude. That shit is the attic that you made half a bedroom. Yeah. George dude. Floyd could get a whole room, yo. Yeah, dude. This is disrespectful, dude. Damn. Oh, wow. Heather this Morris. is fucking pathetic. Okay, do we have some other ones? We don't have a full room. <laughs> I'm saying. Do we have some other horrible examples? We got Virgil. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Virgil. So apparently Virgil... Uh, donated $50 to the charity. What yeah. was it? He put on Instagram. Can you read the um the thing? Is it? Yeah, here it is. He put on Instagram that he matched somebody's donation or he donated $50 to this thing. And he said, the Miami community is crazy inspired for kids in the streets that need a bail fund for George Floyd protests. And then it has the, the screenshot. It says, sent $50 will be deposited once FemPower completes the payment. Gay. First of all, then he said matching the local energy and he added a bunch of people and that's got to be the worst of all of it, right? To say matching the local energy, motherfucker, that's all the energy the locals are giving you? $50, $50, bro? Son, that's wild. And he kept it up too. That's one thing I respect. I respect He was getting roasted and he kept that shit up for the full 24 hours. Yeah, I would have yanked my donation. I'd be all right, fuck it then. Y'all don't want $50? No, you don't get that $50. I'll take that shit right back. Apparently, in fairness to him, this was like one instance where he donated and like matched someone else's donation. And then he later revealed after getting a bunch of backlash, he's like, well, I actually donated $20,000 to other different places and bail funds and other shit. Bullshit. 
Where's show that receipt, yep. fam? You got receipts, no problem showing this receipt. Where are the other receipts? <laughs> that's a valid. They don't point. have receipts. Though all these other things. Now you probably already randomly give money to these things, and now you're trying to attribute it to this. Yeah. Tax break or something. Yeah, fuck that. Actually, I'm I'm okay with the giving money tax break, but if you're showing your receipt, bro. Also, nothing's. There's nothing in this deal that says you have to give the amount the last person gave. I think if you're successful and you publicize how much you donate, there got to be a comma in that number. Yeah. Facts. Kev on stage yeah. gave a thousand. I'll publish that. If I gave a thousand to somebody, you better fucking believe it's a screenshot of that. I didn't do that. I was telling you earlier. I mean, I won't say where, where I did, but you know, I've donated money in the thousands and um, I don't ever post it. Hey, well, hey man, you know I, I mean? would. I so, leave, I leave my name on that GoFundMe shit though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you scroll down, you see how much people are giving. I'm not anonymous. You know what I mean? I'm out you. I'll leave my name anonymous on the GoFundMe. Cause that's like a small amount of money. Like I don't need no credit for no fucking hundred dollars, whatever. Yeah, but thousand, bro, bitch. When hey. you add a comma, you gotta, you know what I mean? Flex on them. You got flex on these hoes. <laughs> All right, next. All right, what else we got, man? Um, so we talked about Madonna, BET founder calls for fourteen trillion in reparations. That- Robert Johnson, founder of BET. Yep. I'm down for he that. said the number would go a long way to helping restore, like, or just basically for white people to be like, "Hey, we get it. We fucked up. We've been fucked how up." How you come up with that? Fourteen trillion. But I think I did the math, it? and I think it's like four hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars a person, essentially per black person. Because I assume they're ten percent of the population. Population is three hundred million. So I did fourteen trillion divided by thirty million. Mm-hmm. That's just rough numbers. That's okay. about four hundred sixty thousand dollars per person. I mean, it sounds about right. Like, yeah. but not <laughs> I mean, all like, black I, people. Maybe not, it's a little light, that? but it I'll take it. But not all black people. I might feel get better. reparations. Like, if you just came here from Nigeria last week, you don't get reparations. It has to just be descendants of slaves. Yeah, and that I think you can tra- trace back. Yeah, that's you can. Lot, yeah. That's a lot of work. Say again. That's a lot of work. Well, not like really. we can't even get people it's corona only, tests, though. 200 years you got to trace back to? But I'm saying, like, I got to run genetic testing on every black person. That's a lot. That's a lot of steps. Yo, how sorry. many of us have had a corona antibody test in this room? How, Zero out of four. How long Pandemic. before How long before motherfuckers are, are just like, yo, we let you steal some Burberry, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> call it even. You know what I mean? Like, you know, how long before you think I that? I would love to so. see the reparations negotiations and how exactly. old white people try to start the negotiation. Yeah. We'll give you a five-minute shopping spree anywhere you want. <laughs> All black people, one five-minute period. Oh, I saw there was a Mercedes dealership that got looted. Oh, that's, yeah. that's but you can't a, loot it. You just got to fuck it up. I mean, they were just dri- driving away with cars. You yeah. got to know how to how steal it. To, how do you know how to steal it? Because they have the car, the keys inside. Oh, no, they, they got don't. The- it's laser cut. I just watched Gone 60 Seconds recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's laser cut. Yeah, but how do you think they give the test drives? Yeah, they got to have something there. Motherfuckers just driving G wagons out. That's of beast. That's <laughs> a beast move. Fire. Now That's you're stupid because all move. them shits are probably like chipped, so they could find that car. And you got like enough it. time to figure out how to get away with it. Yeah, you could sell that shit off. They'll ship it overseas real quick. That's what they did in Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so. Good. All right. So so none of yeah. us in this room would loot. But if somebody looted and then Ooh. tried to s- and the <laughs> I'm just saying, all right, we Who wouldn't loot. We haven't yet. But if somebody looted and then yeah. tried to sell you something of the looted shit, would you buy it? Say that again. Like if somebody, I'm not tried looting to- from any American company. 
I'll loot from fucking Louis Vuitton. No, no, no. I'll loot would you try to Chanel, buy got Chanel. All, Anything Stupid non-American bitch. could get got. Chipotle. You're going in yourself? Anything non-American. You're what? Go, you're going in yourself? I'm not going to be first. <laughs> All right. But I'm just saying. Taco just Bell saying. is good though, right? Chipotle could get it. Taco, Taco Bell's Bell. good. Chipotle could get it. I'll walk in there. I'll be like, hey, what's going on here? Hey. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody relax. Something like that. I walk in like that. Mercedes Benz, though, man. Fuck, they could get got, huh? That's some German shit. Anything yeah. not American could get got. And it's German. Fuck, what's American? Okay. I can't wait, 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 wait. American right, Boom, boom, thing. boom. Go. Tesla, American company. But you want one. Somebody Am comes I looting to, a Tesla? No, if somebody comes to you who yeah. has looted and stole this Tesla, is like, yo, I can scratch off the VIN. Boom, this is yours. Are you buying it from that person who no. looted? Word? No. I don't want to refurbish Tesla. It's not refurbished. It's refurbished. How? It's brand new. Because he drove it. It's refurbished. <laughs> it's refurbished. Okay. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying that. But I'm I think, buying the fuck out of that. There yo. we go. You That's what I was mind. talking about. I think I'm not. Dr- it's you got want to refurbish? It's got yeah, of course. It got all of it. Son, yeah. You want to refurbish? I don't give a fuck. But you don't think Elon can shut down your shit in a fucking heartbeat? I, but he's saying he can't know in this hypothetical situation. Yeah, and this hypothetical is in like. This hypo- that, in this hypothetical, you get away with it. It's your car. It. No problem. Yeah, of Good, course everybody would do it, but that's not the reality of the matter. It's Elon Musk. But he might no, let but you, you get know away it's with looted. It, Why that's do you think he's gonna let me get away with South that? Africa apartheid? Mm. Feels bad. Mm. Yo, son. Let's go. Yeah. Elon Musk, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a talk with that motherfucker, bro. Why? Let's talk about it. He's, Say what? He's, he's the greatest. He killed it this week, son. That guy's the fucking greatest, yo. He's the he's the genius of our time. Fuck uh, Steve Jobs. You ain't shit. You wasn't shit. <laughs> Who's that? What Jeff Bezos. Did, bro. What he really Jeff doing? Bezos. More like Jeff Bozo. Huh? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Stupid fuck. Nothing compared to Elon no, Musk. Like, when you really think about it, like Yo, he's the, his, the he's most so genius tight. people of our time, he's right? So tight, bro. <laughs> One of them is Delivery Boy. Wow. That's Jeff Bezos. Wow. He I'm just, with that. Jeff Bezos sucks. Yo. Jeff Elon Bezos Musk is found guy. a way to hire more Mexicans and he's a genius because of it. Okay. Elon Musk, what'd he do? Drilled into the ground? What, what are you talking he about? He just sent motherfuckers to outer space. We've been doing that since the 80s, Al. Where have you been? He done we it. haven't he done it since the 80s, actually. We haven't done it since the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> where we went? Where we went? Where, where, where we went for the first time, y'all? Hey, where we went for the first time? We did that shit before the 80s, bro? You say we went, we did that shit before the 80s, bro. Hold up. When did we go for the first time? We did that shit before color TV. <laughs> 61, was it? 61. It's 61. Ooh, Alice nice Shepherd, with it. We went to space in the 60s, dog. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Todd. Yeah. What? Yeah. Shocking, I know. There's no way. Yeah. 1960s, bro. Bro, get out of here, bro. So, so what did he do? Moon landing was, was 1969. That's Ain't crazy. that crazy? We went to space in the 60s. Eight years before black people got rights. <laughs> so, wow. No, no, no. Black crazy. people had rights. 68 or okay. 63 or some shit like that. Okay. So Civil before. rights bill. 67. One yeah. of them shit. In the 60s. Moon is 61. That's what I'm saying. 69, you said. 69 was the moon. Yeah. 69 was the moon. 61 oh. was outer space. Yeah, yeah we gave him rights space. once we were like, we get the fuck out of here in case <laughs> this shit goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you give someone something you're done using, you're like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> yo, that's the case. The South African space program should be all the best, um, yo. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what they really did. Like, so he just made a rocket that comes back? The exact same place. Yo, speaking of refurbished. Beep, beep. 
He made the refurbished Boom. rocket. That's on its fire. I'm so. not going on no refurbished rocket, dude. <laughs> so. You think you are you going on a refurbished rocket? Yeah, I trust anything. Him anything Some new shit that hadn't Elon? taken off yet. Come on, yo. You but wanna, once you yeah. use it a little bit, the, the screws come out. You think I even fuck about the depreciation of the rocket? That's the only thing I'm giving a fuck about. Right. No, no. I need to know that shit is going. You don't even buy vintage clothes. Like, there's no way I'm going to go on a vintage rocket. Yeah, you're going to you buy, buy vintage clothes. I know. You fucking like, loser. Look how you dress. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying I do buy vintage clothes. No, I'll I'm go saying you. I'm saying you don't even buy vintage oh, clothes. Oh, I thought you were like, I'm about that vintage life. Because this is about <laughs> no. trust. Like, it's about on, trusting. Bro. I know this rocket has successfully gone. I don't want no fucking age rocket. It's not whiskey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want it's no fucking eight, five years. It's barrel used. Say what? Gently used. Yeah. Nah, I need my shit mint condition. I don't do refurbish. All right, bro. Fly fucking Virgin Air, you cuck. Yeah, yeah I'm going Virgin Air. I'm a wave yeah, as I'm, your shit blows up. I'm gonna see your shit come apart. Imagine when you get sneakers like they're not good until you break them in a little bit. Nah, it's just a broken in rocket. I don't like That's broken. Facts, in. I don't want creases on That's my fucking facts, rockets, yo. dog. No. No, you, you don't want it nice and snug, comfortable. <laughs> Comfy. Can we, at the end of the day, what is sneakers, bro? <laughs> what is Elon making? I gotta have a sit down with Elon. What did he make? He made a rocket that comes back. Yes. Yeah. He's the first private company. The electric that car. Sent He's gonna make to solar accessible. Electric car been made. Don't give that credit to we him. We made the best. He made the best one. Okay. He made the best version of shit, some shit already exists. He made a rocket that comes back. Boom. Okay. I think what he, did he do? He, he low key like made PayPal, didn't he? He made PayPal. Made What's PayPal? PayPal? That's how you pay for everything online when your girl buys you things. You no, know no, how to do I that know shit. what it is, but yep. really, what is it? It's just credit card, but on the internet, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what's so crazy? Like, why are we acting like this is the most crazy thing, bro? Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's so not that PayPal genius. And outer space, but y'all bro, can never have thought of that. Y'all bro, can never have thought of that. I thought of that. Son, where's your jobs where's your... is all one lane. Oh, no. Y'all <laughs> never tried to pay your friend back. Like, man, I wish I could do this on the internet. Bro, all crazy. We couldn't. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't. Yes, we could. No, we couldn't. Before you just PayPal, you could. Yo, nah, all, before cra- PayPal, all crazy you... shit is dumb. Name one person that's actually an innovator that actually has done something. Son, you put clips on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you subtitle them shit. See what I'm saying? That's innovation. That's change. Turn your phone to the side. Let me show you something. <laughs> Turn your phone inside. <laughs> Do you know what I'm Elon Musk gave people auto drive so they can watch your YouTube clips more. They was watching it while we was driving. We were already <laughs> watching it. Nah, Yo, bro, every person that invented shit, Albert Einstein, what did he do? E equals MC squared. He just says some stuff's relative sometimes. Yeah, that's Son, a fact. First of all, he would know what relatives are, fucking his cousin and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all but, he did. But, He's trying to justify relatives. Yeah, this pussy's relative. relative. This pussy real relative. <laughs> I know all about relatives. Hey, everything is relative, yo. We all related at some point. Yo, son, that's all he was. He was genius enough to justify incest. Mm-hmm. So who's a genius then? Who's a genius? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Y'all want to know who real geniuses is? Yeah, yeah. Someone that really changed the game. Someone yeah. who literally changed the game. It was never the same Innovator. before. Innovator. Innovator. Mm-hmm. You ready? You ready for it? Yeah. Gandhi, bro. Mm-hmm. Are you right about that? Yeah, that's a good ass point. That's <laughs> but, a good ass point. Son, nobody Gandhi, slept with kids the way that Gandhi <laughs> did. After, the way that Gandhi slept nah, with nah, kids, bro. There is no Epstein without Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's a good ass point. <laughs> 
there is no answer, Weinstein man. without Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, but for real, bro. Genius. Mm-hmm. Martin, one. bro. Martin Luther King. He's big Gandhi shit. Malcolm X, bro. Malcolm is a real one. Malcolm, Martin, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did all they the first them Messiah. Do? Son, Jesus Christ, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> what did Jesus Christ do? They had water bro? and wine. Big deal. He turned one into the other. I know. Boom. That's osmosis, bro. <laughs> he created Not osmosis. What's that other one? Alchemy. alchemy. That's alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that's alchemy, alchemy making gold? No, it's fer- yeah, fermentation. It. You turn some shit into gold, right? Isn't alchemy like you turn coal into gold? Yeah. What? So water into wine, that's alchemy. Nah. Yeah, but it's wine, not gold. Not. I think it's just changing the form of things. Alchemy. I don't think it's just turning things into gold makes it alchemy. So that's what Jesus was to you, an alchemist? <laughs> motherfucker was the ultimate alchemist turned Jews into Christians, bro. That motherfucker, <laughs> that motherfucker could tranny it up. Son, Jesus out here trannying, bro. Long hair. Real talk. Long hair. Flowing Poking robe. holes in his body that weren't supposed to be there. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> yo, son, son. Son, when you really think about it, yo, when you really think about it, he was out here transitioning Jewish to Christian, mm. water to wine. <laughs> <laughs> one loaf of bread to mad bread one loaf of bread to mad bread, bread. you know what I'm saying this position <laughs> <laughs> dead okay. to alive mm. alright so Elon okay, Musk the biggest one. genius since Gandhi and Jesus say what Elon Musk is the biggest genius since Gandhi and Jesus. Not, not, nah, nah. Back it up, back it up, back it up, dog. Because here's the thing. You guys guys give all this credit to motherfuckers who invent shit that already exists. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Name somebody. Yo, yo, yo. yo. I know that you think we're going down this thing where I say science is stupid or whatever, this, that, the other. But we're going somewhere. Listen, it ain't up. Okay, just say one fire thing that a scientist invented. Steve Jobs, iPhone. Steve Jobs, yeah. iPhone. That's genius. Steve Jobs, whack, yo. What? Steve Jobs, the wackest. All he did take his little fucking computer that was already made, make it smaller, and then he made it smaller again with the iPhone. What type of dog you got? Multi poo. Is that a small dog? I don't think the motherfucker that made multi poos is genius, but. Is it a small dog? It's a small dog. Did he? Did someone find a way to put a big dog that's sick into a smaller body? <laughs> yeah, they ain't a genius. That's what I'm saying. Steve Jobs ain't number the phone breeder. That's what I'm saying. He's the phone breeder. He's the computer but, breeder. But but did you do but, it? But no. Did you do it? Everybody gonna do it. He ain't no exactly. genius. What kind of car do you want? Say again. What kind of car do you want? Mm. I want a sports car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want a sports car. Mm-hmm. Sport. Say what? What sport? <laughs> Drive in. <laughs> or not driving <laughs> I want to drive him There's only one motherfucker that drives for you Who's that? Tesla That's mm. not true What's the other self-driving car? Uber <laughs> 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 That should be driving I'm bro. tired of you acting like brown people aren't people We are fucking human <laughs> beings yo. I can't do this shit all the time Disrespected, you know what I mean? Brown lives matter. They do, bro. They do. But all right, real, real, real spit. 
I think Elon Musk genius. This is what I think he's a genius. Four. This is what I think. Making the shit, anybody can make it. What I think I anybody mean? can make it. Dead make ass, what? anybody can make it. Make what? A hole in the ground, bro. I, I've been digging holes in the ground since I'm a child. Right. Son. All, All right, right, keep going. Go this is bullshit. Okay, just go. I must have fucking goat, yo. This is why he's a genius. His ability to manage all those companies and like put people in position to get shit done in all those different companies at the same fucking time, that to me is genius. The ideas, rag, bro. What? Rags. Wildin', yo. Guy wildin'. Son, what's so crazy son. about electric car? How, what was your car when you were a kid? You had the RC. What, what did that use? <laughs> it was a toy. Yeah. But what did it use? Batteries. Electricity, didn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. That's a genius. Hey, that little shit that was mad fun that we used as a kid. Why don't we make it bigger? So what's genius? Genius. Though? Yeah, that's, that's actually genius, dog. It's like making a flying car and then be like... Whatever, dog. We they had already airplanes. got a flying car. It's called a plane, you fucking <laughs> retard. Yeah. <laughs> we don't got to invent a flying car to exist. How many of us got private jets? Only one that can do that shit is Duval that I know. Okay. What's your point? He making it accessible Yo, to everybody. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, go ahead. The Wright brothers. You know who they are? I know who they are. Invented the plane? Yeah. They looked at some birds and said, all right. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, fucking birds. Birds already exist. Not yeah. genius. <laughs> Son. Not genius, dude. Bro, I, I really thought we had him, bro. No. I thought we, we had him. We should let him finish. If we let him not, finish, we got Not him. genius. Yeah. Think about it. We the birds are already flying. It's not like they invented flying. They saw flying all the time. They're like, how do we do that? He's genius, though. Son, how do we do that? The birds are wings are like I'm this. I'm with you. Let's do wings. I'm with you. Done. I'm with you. Okay. Who's genius, though? Elon, genius. Okay. First person to ever name his kid after a microchip. No. Yes. You ready? <laughs> you can't even pronounce it. What's his kid's name? I can't can I, even speak the language. Okay. Okay. Genius. Named after Michael Chip. I got you. Ready? What is Steph Curry's dad's name? I don't know. Mike. Del. 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 Michael Chip. <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> come on boy come on boy let's go yeah <laughs> come on nah. yo you can't fuck with it bro nah, nah. come on mike is short for microchip <laughs> mike is short for microchip hewlett packard <laughs> you can say all these names you can't say his daughter's name say yes his daughter's i can name. say jim, jim carrey named his daughter apple Nah, Boom. Say his daughter's name. What's his daughter's That's name? Wild, like man. all the protesters, say his name. Justice <laughs> <laughs> for know. Elon, yo. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Ash Archangel Twelve, I think. Yeah, it's, that's a little too crazy. <laughs> that's a little too crazy. That being said, not genius. Running the business is genius. Ideas kind of basic, if you ask me. <laughs> all right. I don't be, understand how they're that oh, difficult. I don't. He's I, gonna get a Tesla. He's gonna be the first motherfucker on the hyperloop. 
He's gonna go on the plane that comes on the the spaceship that comes back. Right, he's gonna be the first comedian in space. Watch, one hundred percent on these refurbished. And then, then he'd be, like, be like, "Motherfuckers don't respect how genius I am, yo! <laughs> so, I'm doing comedy in outer space. Nobody go in there. Oh, so, yeah. Rose laughs are endless. Just <laughs> it's a big ass head, stupid. Your eyes all big. What you need to see? Nothing out here, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah." Like you know these, what I mean? These laughs are endless vacuum. They <laughs> just go on forever. Bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> ass aliens can't fly for shit, crashing into Earth all the time. <laughs> yeah, son, learn how to land, stupid. <laughs> Elon got that down. Stop getting cows, dummy. Oh, shit. Wait, Jason Whitlock got fired? Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, I did when I read the just now? notes before. Uh, <laughs> That's how not black Jason Whitlock is. <laughs> black people found out last. That's how much y'all tuned him out. What did he get fired for? Actually, it was just a contract negotiation that I was on Twitter. He's fired. Everybody's celebrating. Yeah. And then I looked. He just couldn't come to terms with FS1. And he wants to start his own direct-to-consumer platform. Like Barstool. You're, you're not whatever. the ringer, dog. Yeah, he wants to yeah. be the ringer. He's <laughs> he's gonna. Nah, be he is the ringer. He's the shitty villain that you get when you don't have the real stars. He's I the thought ringer. the ringer is. I thought a in ringer. That, nah, a ringer is better, right? Yeah. I think it's, it's like, oh, I'm down a player, and then you bring in Jordan as a replacement. Is that what a ringer is? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, yeah. I ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I don't know. I was having fun saying how we Elon Musk ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were. It's not that I don't think he oh, ain't shit. <laughs> I'm gonna still get his toys, bro. He made good toys. The best toys. Not the best. The best. No. Nobody touching Elon. Fucking Jeff Bezos. I, I, get out of here, yo. Delivery boy. That's what you gotta call. Yeah, him. come on, yo. What's the delivery boy up to? <laughs> come on, yo. Fucking Bezos. I call him Garcon. That's what, what I call him. Why? Because he's bringing you shit. Yeah. He's just a little boy. Come here. <laughs> Same day. <laughs> All right, he's going to be the first trillionaire delivery boy. Yo, that's fine. What are these delivery boys doing, bro? Get with it. <laughs> what you mean? I'm just saying, like, the real delivery boy is actually doing it. It's like, you couldn't have figured out that we need this? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have bring me the shit like, the I need. What the fuck took y'all so long? Like, y'all know how important delivery it is. Why didn't you just, like, figure out a way to make it better? <laughs> <laughs> like how did y'all innovate you put fucking mittens on your bicycle so your fingers don't get cold when you're riding that shit <laughs> that's that's your innovation i figured it out my hands are so warm now that is some I mexican ass innovation huh and that's a mexican ass innovation to, hey give me duct tape i'll figure it out how can we improve business with my finger getting pretty cold when i'm driving in february <laughs> Why don't I put some meat on the bicycle? Oh, oh God. Wait, why do they duct tape it on the bike? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, why don't they just wear, wear mittens? mittens? That's a good ass point. <laughs> Maybe so they don't got to, like, put their mitten on and off every single time they're in and out of the apartment. Like, they got to call the... Um, they gotta call your apartment sometimes if your oh, buzzer ain't yeah. working. So instead of like, doing this fucking thing every time, you just uh, slide okay. in. Yeah. Stupid. That makes sense. Or stupid, whatever. Um what else? That's what genius else? Genius when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it might be genius. That's pretty innovative. I think it's br- brilliant. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second, pay some bills. Uh Blue Chew. You guys already know what it is, but there might be new listeners here who don't know. You should, you have the right, fellas, to deliver hard dick, and ladies, you have the right to d- to receive hard dick. Okay, mm-hmm. 
And the hardest dick that exists on this planet comes from Blue Chew. Same active ingredient that's in Viagra, Cialis, etc. We out here and we partying with that Blue Chew. We out here delivering the best birthday present you can possibly give your girl with that Blue Chew. And ladies, I'm telling you, you deserve it. Why would you not every once in a while as a nice little treat serve your girl up something absolutely memorable, okay? Give her the time of her fucking life. Chew her out. Blue Chew works twice as fast as the opposition. That's right. We're going to call them the ops. Works twice as fast as the opposition because you're chewing that shit up. So you're not waiting around for an hour for your dick to get hard. That's right. 20 minutes. Good to go. Make love with the chew. Every one of us in here has done it. It is unbelievable. Alex yeah. says his dick grew when that happened. Okay. Facts. Dick grew. You can't, for me, it helped me control the orgasm. My dick was hard as hell. I could feel it. It felt amazing, but I controlled when I busted on it. You can't compare it to anything else. It's undeniable, and I'm giving it to you for free. Blue Chew is. All you got to do is bluechew.com, use the promo code flagrant, and then you get, uh, what's it, you pay $5 shipping or something like that. It's coming to you. Try it for free. This is for free. Bluechew.com, $5 shipping. Why would you not do it for free? You're already tired, bored, alone, at home, been banging your girlfriend. You guys are tired of each other. Switch shit up a little bit. That's right. Reach deep in them guts. Bluechew.com. Promo code flagrant. Let's get back to the show. What else we got it's going not- on? So Jake Paul was looting. Why is he looting? You saw the video? Nah, he was just around it, right? Jake Paul was just around the looting, and everybody hates Jake Paul, so they said he was looting. I don't even understand why people hate him. I don't know. I just know he's Logan's brother. Yeah, wasn't Logan the one that filmed the people killing themselves or whatever? Yeah, he filmed someone uh, hanging. Wait, they they committed suicide in Japan, which that's, I don't understand that's why that's up, bad. Man. You can't film people dying. That's crazy. What is that? Yeah, yeah. Society yeah. can't function like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what good could come from such a thing? Yeah, maybe there'll be some awareness for people committing suicide in Japan. Oh shit, he's a hero. Bro, he could be if we let him. Wow. I mean, he's the Dark Knight. He's not the hero we want, but the hero he's, we deserve. He's the hero we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Um, I don't know. Anything else? Not much. Um, there was JR. JR Smith fucking oh, up. Oh, yeah, he Mike fucked up that dude to bust right. up his yeah. car. Loved it. And yeah. he went on Instagram first. He was like, yo, y'all about to see a video come out. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Did you hear the TMZ reported this? That the Did we talk about this already? The, the coroner that wasn't hired by the family, that was hired mm. by the state, yeah. said that um, George Floyd had fentanyl, fentanyl in his system and some other shit, and he died from a heart attack that was induced maybe by like the sitting on him. Now, the private coroner mm-hmm. that did the autopsy, the one hired by George Floyd's family, said that he died from asphyxiation. Yeah. Now, it's possible both those things could be true, but the way that the public corner, the state's corner, is is leaning on the fact that it was asphyxiation induced by the fentanyl system and the drugs in the system rather than the knee on his neck. I think that th- this is them trying to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. But like so blatantly. Yeah. Thoughts? No, they were banking on this from the beginning, though. When they first put out, the Minneapolis police first put out the yeah, statement, 100%. they said he died of a medical incident. And then they hope that the coroner is just going to find anything to justify a medical incident. So I'm in, normally when they do this, like in uh, the Eric Garner case, they were uh-huh. like, oh, it was asthma and diabetes that killed him and not him getting choked out on the street. 
And then they had to bring in another person that was like, nah, he got choked out. Like, so they do this all the time where they make it super ambiguous and then they try to find things retroactively to justify what happened. Yeah. Oh my God, that's brilliant. If you say medical condition, it can be anything. Right. And the coroner's in your pocket because the coroner, like you were saying earlier, Al, yeah. um, all these people work together. They talk to each other every single week. They are in, not the, in cahoots isn't the right thing, but they are on the same team. So yeah, of course they're going to make it. continue being our personal coroner person, it's like, hey. Do a good job. Yep. So it's interesting. So so Chauvin, or however you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. he's locked up. Yeah. We never hear from Chauvin again. And you were bringing up an interesting correlation with the Firefest documentary. Mm-hmm. Break that down. I'm, I'm not sure which part. Remember when you were saying like, when the Firefest documentary came out, oh, Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Firefest documentary, the Netflix one comes out. You saw the, that? You saw that, Akash? Yeah. You saw all that? these people yeah. are involved with putting on this event that was like awful that eventually like stranded a bunch of people and that was bad. The whole thing was a flop. And like Fuck Jerry was involved. All these influencers were involved. And they interview all these people. And there's only one person that all the responsibility falls on in the documentary. Mm. And that's Billy McFarland, the guy that created the whole thing, who's also in jail already. That they never interview, that they never speak to. Mm. Yeah. So, and we were tying it back to the Epstein thing, like that documentary. The guy that's dead is the person that takes the whole blame. All whole blame. So you need what do you call it, a patsy? Yeah, it's like a patsy or like a scapegoat, someone to like. So when you are writing the story of what happened and placing all the blame, it's important that you have the person that you're placing all the blame either dead or in a position where they can never refute any of the evidence that you're putting out. Epstein's dead, so they can put all the blame on him and Wexner and all these guys just go off scot-free. Real quick anecdote. If you guys see the documentary, the uh, the Epstein thing, the last episode, there's a woman that's painting like who are the problematic figures and she's doing like a painting of each of the girls. Did you see it? No. no. Okay. So she does this really interesting painting. It, it basically, she's like, oh, this is for the FBI so they can see like what's really going on. This is how I'm expressing myself, whatever. Um, by the way, paintings in terms of expressing yourself only slightly better than dancing. <laughs> Just want to point that out. But what's interesting about the painting is Jeffrey Epstein, who's supposedly the criminal mastermind behind all this, is in a UFO on the side of the painting. Mm. Ghislaine Maxwell is actually in the middle. She's in this pill. And then below Ghislaine Maxwell, I believe the head of the snake or basically at the centerpiece of this painting is Les Wexner, who's the owner of Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie Fitch, and all these other companies, this billionaire, who was the only client of Epstein. He managed Epstein's money, et cetera. Why is he in the center and Epstein's over on the right on a UFO? If this documentary is to prove that Epstein... Seems like this painting was pretty effective at letting you know who the problem the problem lies. <laughs> mm-hmm. my, my my feeling is this. Like, this girl was getting raped by all them for fucking years. Yeah. Her sister was getting raped by all them for years. The bitch knows what's up. Yeah. She on the inside. Epstein she knows what's going on. Epstein's the fucking patsy, and I guess that's what we're mm-hmm. trying to say. And this could tie back to George Floyd, where there's a lot of people to blame for, like, systemic, like, police injustice, where, like, it's the DA who failed to, pro- like, prosecute Derek Chauvin you know, what, like two years ago or three years ago yeah. when he did another excessive force? Klobuchar. Yeah, you have the uh, the chief of police that does nothing all this time. Like, you have all these issues. And if you're able just to get Chauvin to take the fall for all of that, Gang. then you don't have to change anything else. But that's what I also can't understand is then... You got it? Mm-hmm. Oh, Al, sorry, real quick. Showcase it. Yeah, that's it. Now, if you look at this, Guylaine is dead center coming out of the earth like a demon. No, that's Wexner. Uh, Ghislaine is the lizard or the dinosaur or that thing. She's heads, right? And then the top right, Epstein, is over to the right on a UFO. Like, 
he's almost not even part of it. Yeah. All the major bad figures are right there in the middle, and you see Wexner is the head of the fucking snake, right? Is Bill Clinton in this shit? I imagine. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, on TV. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, he's on TV. So, anyway, but keep on making the point you were making, Mark. No, just that if you're able to have a fall guy or a patsy, you're able to put the entire blame of this systemic issue on one person. But this is what I can't understand. To satiate the masses, you need to sacrifice the patsy. Yeah. And this wasn't enough for the masses. But so that's they, the issue. Go, well, go. they don't typically sacrifice the officer. Typically, the officer gets off mm-hmm. and the officer usually gets another job pretty quickly. Right. If you are doing this and we need a patsy just to calm everybody down, you sacrifice the pawn. Right. That's where the disconnect comes in for me. So they thought just the arrest was going to be enough. Yeah. And we want the other three guys arrested as well. Yeah, we want prosecution. And, and we like, want prosecution and, and jail all that. Yeah. But what they're doing is setting the, the table so that they could get him potentially off by yeah. saying he actually had all these drugs in his system and blah, blah, blah. And if you see the video, he kind of looks a little on something like what? Well, I'm making the argument that they're going to make. Oh, okay. Like when you see him getting arrested, he's kind of like walking a little sluggish and stuff like that. They're going to turn that into, oh, he was drunk. He was on his, all this other shit. He was doing whatever. Like this is decided beforehand. $20, you go through all the shit for a $20 fake bill. The first thing the, uh, the prosecutor said is like, I can't jump to conclusions. I have to look through every possibility before I decide as horrific as it was if he's guilty. Right away, you knew. Uh, this is oh, they're working. A, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this is like maybe bad to say. I wouldn't be surprised if they put the fentanyl in that motherfucker's system. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I yeah. would not be shocked. Like, come on, bro. How easy is that? Injection. Boom. I mean, they literally picked up the dead guy, put him in the van. They put him in the ambulance real quick. Shipped them off. Like, no resuscitation on the street. Nothing going on. Real talk. The second they find out that that guy's dead, he's not coming back, a phone call goes to the chief. Yeah. It, I guarantee there's conversation going around like, oh, shit. How do, what's going on? How do we cover this shit up? Cover our bases. Say it was medical induced. Da, 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 da. Boom. Like, how expensive is fentanyl? Like, is that like a really popular drug within like a it's, poor black community? I don't, I don't nah, know anything about it. It's a prescription drug, ain't cheap. It? I think it's like a cheap version of like- Heroin, uh, right? Yeah, heroin. Yeah. yeah, like oxy, uh, isn't it hmm. uh, in that opioid family? Yeah, yeah. But it's like a cheap version of it. Anyway, look, we don't got to say it too too long this, but I think it is interesting that you've seen these times where like a story is created to put sole blame on somebody. They already have to be locked up where they can't say anything, and then you can make them the the only sole actor that has created all this drama. And it's honestly, if you are trying to control everybody, it's exactly what you're supposed to do. You give them, you sacrifice a pawn, and then you keep doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You give them Epstein, and they keep doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You give them whoever the other Patsy was, and then you give the only Billy. Thing, Billy. The only thing I can't understand is with the cop cases to this point, mm. they have never given them the pawn. They've never been like, all right, here you go. Everything comes big enough outcry. Yeah. I think, too, there's been a lot of outcries. You could have easily prosecuted George Zimmerman. Who the fuck is he? You could have easily prosecuted any one of these cops. Zimmerman ain't a cop, right? Zimmerman's just a regular guy. And then I said the cops after because I don't remember any of the cops' names. Mm -hmm. But, like, the cop who killed Eric Garner. All right, let's just calm everybody down. She's a little wild. Let's just give them the cop. Mm-hmm. That's just part then of the reason why. We keep doing everything we want to do. We keep getting away with everything we want. Let's just give them this guy. They're, They're terrified of the police unions because essentially the police unions will say, we're just all going to boycott. Now you won't have any police. And then what's going to... You think You think these uh, protests and that kind of shit is bad now? Well, what do you think is going to happen when there's no police? Yep. 
civil society will erode if you do not have police. We actually need it, especially in a place like America where there's such a huge wealth gap. The only thing police are here to do is maintain the wealth gap, right? If there's no police, we'll just go to billionaires and billionaires' houses and then we'll just take all their shit. The only thing stopping us is police. And you think millionaires and billionaires are going to stop us? It's just like you need police to maintain the wealth gap. In countries with a big wealth gap, tons of police. In countries with a small wealth gap, no police. Go to fucking Scandinavia. You don't see a policeman the entire time you're in a country. I saw one. Say what? Al barely saw one, son. Like it was, it was five different people that tackled him before the police even showed up. Yeah. So you, the police showed up and they were the chillest motherfuckers, low key. Yeah, they were more chill. They were on his side. The police were like arguing with the fucking. Uh, what is it called? The, the bouncers, like pseudo. The bouncer, and then the the guy, the DA, their version of the uh, oh, yeah. the prosecution, prosecution or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just um, a message to black people: have a glam photo ready. <laughs> a glam photo? Yeah. What do you mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> the picture that every. <laughs> The picture everyone's using oh for George God. Floyd, yeah. it looks like the picture like a girl asks for a selfie real quick, oh, send me something, and he's just like looking all intently into the photo. It's yeah. not the most flattering picture of him. Yeah, you need a, like a- So just have a glam photo so, in, in your social media you. just for the one that people go to. And then also people who paint murals, if you're not good, don't paint the murals, son. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I've seen some horrible ass murals. Yeah. And then you can't knock it because then you're like, it's like you, it's like calling a baby ugly. Yeah, like you bro, can't do that's it. True. Oh, yeah, that's what's worse, painting an ugly mural or having one of these stupid ass dances? Because the dance will die pretty quickly. We'll forget about that pretty quickly. Yeah, that but, mural motherfucker is yeah. gonna be looking at. You for can a long knock. Time. You can knock the dance, but when you see George Floyd looking all crazy on a mural, and you look, you feel bad being the guy that paints over the mural to make a new mural. Yeah. So people are gonna walk by that for a long <laughs> time. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Son, that's hilarious. Like, w- <laughs> like someone's got to decide when it's enough mourning. You got to paint another wall. George Floyd. You know what I mean, yeah, like, that's the only thing you can replace it with. Yeah, is another George Floyd or another black guy got to die, and then you can you put him next to George Floyd. Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> wow, bro. Somehow you make another one where they're both angels or some shit like that, but it's got to be another. <laughs> it goes. It goes back to our cemetery conversation. What's that? Well, not a, when people stop visiting the grave. It's like, uh, we can just yeah, dig we that out. shit. Yeah, 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 scoop it <laughs> so up. People stop taking pictures and stopping for it. It's like, that's probably a time you could paint over and people won't be upset. Unfortunately. Damn, y'all. Well, anyway, man, we love y'all, man. We hope you, uh, we hope we had uh, some interesting, uh, thought-provoking conversation today. We know it's a, a tough time and we know everybody is, is incredibly consumed by this. So we hope, uh, hopefully shed some light on what's going on and had a couple laughs. And uh, to all the new listeners, man, welcome. Welcome to the family. Asshole army gang in the fucking building. Um, oh, maybe we should save for Patreon. Akash had a run-in with uh, America's white supremacist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to just talk about on that? On the Patreon, Patreon, I guess, yeah. yeah. So death threats. Yeah, they fucking release his address and shit. His brother's address, his family. It's the craziest shit shit that he went through. Mother, I mean, like off of some shit that he was being sarcastic. Like they don't know he's joking. Yeah, they just see a brown guy saying some shit against white people. They're like, oh, he's coming for us. So anyway, whatever. We'll talk about the Patreon. Um, 
And also all the new patrons, man. Welcome, man. It's been crazy to see the Patreon yeah. grow. Um, yeah, so come on over. We'll talk about that. Talk about other bunch of wild shit. Maybe share some of the memes that are too crazy to share uh, <laughs> on, a, on a regular podcast. No, 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 no. That's group chat that's, shit. You think that's just group chat? No, there's there's got to be a Patreon level where it's like $1,000 a month and you welcome to the group text. It's just the group because <laughs> And that then that's shit. flagrant. Yeah, Ooh. so maybe we get, you know, have a little couple of wild things and Al wants to say uh, no, something else. No, and on Twitch, we're about to start dabbling in Twitch. So oh, yeah. Look, yeah. For, look for Flagrant 2 on Twitch. Subscribe because uh, maybe we'll do like just show our pre-productions or things of that nature we're still figuring out but yeah. find us on twitch and subscribe yeah 100 percent, man you'll see behind you got, the scenes you got amazon yo shout out to jeff bezos yo yeah yo, yeah, shout out to delivery goat, boy bezos <laughs> man uh it, it, oh it, yeah explain that to him yeah so it's like if you have amazon you're allowed prime. yeah if you have amazon prime you have one free subscription to somewhere to twitch on twitch on twitch yeah. yeah so fucking use it for us man yeah you know what I mean? Let's go. We're going to do some cool shit on there. We're going to figure it out. If you got ideas and stuff like that, we're just dabbling, but we realize that there is an audience out there. So we want to, you know, get to those people and spread this. And, uh, but yeah, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash flagrant two, man. It's crazy to see that shit growing. And I'm so stoked that you guys are enjoying all this content and spreading the word, telling your friends. I mean, it's awesome to see the way y'all share the clips and, and just these episodes, see, we're growing like we've doubled, man. It's like we're over 200,000 people listening to this shit, we're man. I'm so it. fucking proud, man. So thank you for spreading it. And uh, we hope you put some chuckles on your face during this time where there's a lot of frowns. Uh, love y'all. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Friday. Peace. <laughs>